Like, because right, there's the like none in there. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's not here. Like that, not like. No, especially not like owned by yeah. a fucking local dude. Yeah. Fucking one man mom and pop shop vibes. You know? No, they're not at all. It's all corporations. Alright, huh. so it sounds like this is working. I'm gonna stop this and we're just gonna keep it so we can have some little uh, spicy bits for the intro. There you go. I hear that. Go. Okay, hello. This is uh, this is David Webb <laughs> and Danny Phantom. And today we have Joel Stanley Dunbar. Hey, from Made in America. Hey. <laughs> yes, sir. And yes. this is What Could Possibly Go Wrong? Hey. Everything, everything could possibly go wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. So, so a good place to start, I guess, would be in your line of work. What could possibly go wrong? And then, if you want to just start and tell people what you do, okay, shit like that. You know, what's a what's a regular day for you? And then, what could possibly go wrong? How well, you started? So, so let's take like a, a step back. I oh, have yeah, no yeah, clue yeah. who you are. What do you do for work? True, yeah. True, true. Okay. Cool. Um, I make clothing. Right. I make T-shirts mainly. Um, I have a brand called Made in America. It is, at this point, moment, it's kind of like in a pivot, but the whole concept is just taking American culture, which most people don't think is a real thing, but then like <laughs> you look at apple pie and like, you know, rollerblades and baseball, and you're like, oh, American culture is a thing. It's not, you know, it's, there's, there's key fast food, there's key things that are just a part of our culture, but people just assume because it's not like a a dance or something that we don't have, <laughs> you know, we don't have any culture. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I just like to highlight the fun parts of America on my clothes, and I'm trying to tell a story here. Uh, it's just, it just takes a little while to get the whole story out, you know. Yeah, yeah cool. it's an uphill battle. It, yeah, yeah, it's an uphill battle. So, um, yeah, that's basically what I do. Okay, fantastic. So clothing. Yeah. And so you're a one-man army for the most part. Yeah, right? 100%. You know what I'm saying? You don't have any employees. No. Like, you have homies. That'll help you out and shit, but um. So does that mean you, do you make your own clothing as well, or just the distribution end? Yeah, no, I mean like I print in like my own clothes, cool, hundred percent of the time. Um, and then I make clothes for other businesses too. Okay. Um, made some Danny's clothes. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I'm gonna want to ask about that later too. The the actual process, screen printing versus embroidery and whatnot. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, yeah. Uh, now Danny's questions. So. What, what could was, go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly yeah. go wrong? A million different things. You could spend too much money on inventory. Like, say you don't make clothes yourself, right? So, mm-hmm. like, or even if you do make clothes yourself, it doesn't actually matter. It's like you're still going to buy the, like, materials and the stuff in order to print these materials. So, you could end up with, like, a hundred or something for yeah. no reason. And then it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, what would I, what I do with this thing? <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And, you know, and then you got to consider, like, every month that it's sitting there, you're kind of losing more money. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just that balancing act of knowing exactly what your customer base wants and then having that on hand. And it's just, that's a very difficult thing to do. Very so, tough. Especially yeah. in today's day and age where it's, like, a lot of things that are bought, like, it's, I feel like there's a lot of impulse bought, like, purchases that go on as far as, uh, fashion yes you know what i mean so for for you to for you to be visible and relevant and in people's mind when it's like yo i need a new fit or yeah i'm going out or yeah you know it's tough bro as as a local dude one man one man army so i i'd have to imagine events are good for you 
Right. Yeah, no, events help a lot, mainly because people know you're a real person, right? Because yeah. like, it's like <laughs> they keep seeing the brand around and they're like, oh, that's cool over there, but who is that? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. See them and so they're, they're worried like, about it being like a ghost kitchen equivalent. Like, no one wants to buy yeah. your shirt if you don't, you, you know, you might yeah. be, you know, an app developer in a different country. It's exactly. secretly the gap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Or, right. Yeah. yeah is, this, is this some corporate entity just trying to sneak in? You know, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Just, and then they see and they're like, "Oh, okay, man, I don't mind supporting him." So then they'll buy even your shirts after, like, you know. So it helps in that regard. Being out in events, one thousand percent helps as far as your face card is concerned. Um, the thing that helps the most is uh, influencers. You know, like getting yeah. your clothes on the right bodies because they have enough fans to like to see it. Yeah, to see it, and then automatically. Yeah latch on the hard part about that is though if their fans don't align with like your message yeah you know then you then it still works like they'll still buy the stuff but they don't, they don't buy into you they just right. bought because they support that person so they yes. bought for like a month or whatever and then they disappear because they don't they, they don't actually care they're about rocking with you yeah they're rocking with that person so how do you seek out genuine customers who are interested in your brand figuring it out <laughs> I have figured it out. Luckily, they've been there, but I don't know. I have to like ask people. I've been surveying like crazy just to get an idea of what it is that actually draws people in. You know. Yep. Um, well, so to start off, what is your brand? Well, um, my my brand is it is essentially. Let me, you know what, let me actually pull out my mission statement because I don't want to say something stupid. (laughs) But it's M-A-Y-D, made in America. In America. Originally, I wrote the in America part in Chinese, right? And it's still a shirt that I'm going to sell for the end of days. Yeah. But, um, (coughs) you know, because it was supposed to be a funny joke because, you know, it's like ironic twist and your shirt says made in China, but it's in English. My shirt says made in America, but in Chinese. So I thought that was funny. And it caught on, but then I was like... But then you come into that thing where like half the people can't read your shirt. You know what I mean? And then like, you have to keep you have to keep explaining the joke. And then if you keep <laughs> then your brand is explaining the joke. You know, and yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And I and that got became a nuisance. I've seen so many <laughs> professional businesses where they like have this you know unique catchphrase that they love because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's witty and smart in their terminology. Yeah. But their customers don't know a fuck about their terminology. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Especially when I'm talking about influences like through people, they don't know what they're they're like they're just wearing it. They're like, right. oh this is cool man, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like and I'm like, damn, alright, so there's a disconnect here. So now it's it's trying to make the clothes tell that story of American culture and explain to people like not only does it just say made in America like you'd be able to read it because it's in English but then it's also like it explains what being made in America really means it's more about you know just I mean maybe that's it maybe put a paragraph on the back of the shirt explaining the shirt yeah no right. yes that's yeah, yeah exactly because let's face it the people who like that yeah. might want to have a really easy way to explain it yes no you're not yeah. even lying you're not lying at all um actually something that I'm probably going to keep in mind. So. Yeah. You're very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Because I, I, one, I do like having messages on the back of the shirt. Yeah. I think some people don't like staring at you too hard. So, like, yeah. if you put something on the back, they don't mind staring at your back. Exactly. Yes. They'll you know what I mean? They'll read it. Yeah. They'll read it for yeah. real versus the front. <clears throat> they'll be like, yeah, half, half staring at you looking away real fast. <laughs> yep. You know? Um, so, I like, yeah, I like that. And it'll probably make it easier. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Yeah, I'm in the process of just trying to find my own 
niche because it's like I've been doing it for so long and it's been working like to a degree like I don't have to have a job but at the same time I hit a ceiling where I have to figure out how to get past that. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh-huh. I'm in a. It's like how the fuck do I outsell my last month? You know, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. It gets it gets very complicated. Yeah, when you're competing with yourself and you're just like I don't, you know. Well, so I think that's the problem. It's right there. You're competing with yourself, and yeah. that's extremely limiting when you actually think about it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the, but to, to be clear, the contrast, which I don't think most people should do, and I think way too many people do, is they compete with everyone around them. And, like, yeah. competing with yourself is a way healthier alternative, but, like you said, you reach a ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because you only have so many good ideas. You, you Well, first, like, at first you think all your ideas are good. <laughs> right? <laughs> you took you buy $400 worth of shirts and you can't move And then you're like, oh, you know what, that wasn't that genius. <laughs> right? And you need to, and surround yourself with the, like, I don't know, you can pay an advisor, but it's never really... Right, you're paying. You can't pay somebody to care, right? You know, like so. It's like some people are just gonna genuinely care. Like, uh, like my boy Ferlay, like, like I can ask him cool things about the brand, and he'll give his insight. And like, I know it's from a genuine place. Just I want to see this thing win, and so this is how I believe we can make it better. It's not. Yeah, it's for no other reason. It's not seeking anything. It's for no other reason than that. Yeah, and um, that kind of is a little bit tough when you're talking to like an invite like I have a whole bunch of mentors right now yeah and it's like getting them to even understand your business to help you with it is yeah. like the hardest you know what I mean like uh, it's like well what are you what are you doing I'm like I'm making t-shirts and I'm like that's great and I'm like yeah but like I need you to help me make it bigger and they're like <laughs> <laughs> well so so that's the thing is it's it's about having a I, I don't know not really a it's not about so, so that's the problem is you have a soul and somewhat of a brand mm-hmm. um and then you have products related to that. Yes. But uh, that's not, like, the, the difficult part is there isn't a, uh, I don't know if there's not a business there is obviously inaccurate, because, like, yeah. you're obviously selling shit. Like, yeah. there's a there's revenue, there is a business. Yeah, but, like, but a full-functioning business that, like, operates yeah. within the normal scope, so, not really, man. It's, like, <coughs> 90% creativity, 10% business, and I'm trying to, like, meet in the middle somewhere. Okay, so yeah, then which business you. model are you trying to, like, what, what are you trying to be? Where are you trying to, like, who are you trying to be like? What other businesses out there are doing mm. the business that you would be doing if you were a business? Uh, yeah, like, what kind of brands inspired me? Well, the main ones would have to be Ralph Lauren and Nike, right? And Work. Ralph Lauren and both, and actually both of them. Are they're just amazing at selling lifestyle, right? Now, what I liked about Nike more is you can tell that their money comes in other ways than selling directly to the consumer, because they're selling to schools, they're selling to you know, they're selling to everybody. Like there's all Walmart, Walmart. They, they got their their bulk. They're getting rid of you know items in bulk. Units. To multiple places. You they, know? They, their problem is literally never things sitting on shelves for too long. Yeah. Yeah. They don't their problem. Yeah. Their problem is where is this going? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then making sure it goes there and making sure they're paid. But they never have to worry about whether or not something is going to stay on the shelf. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I don't know if Ralph is as good at that, but at the same time, when it comes down to selling the store and a lifestyle, that thing is perfect. Yeah. You know, like Ralph it's absolutely perfect. Even just going into the store, you feel like you might have just got a little classier. <laughs> you know, like and I'm like that's like I, I like that and I want that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. Apple did it with computers. It's it's a whole, uh, you know, atmosphere. It's it's not just you know. It, it, I was uh, a. <laughs> it's funny because I'm getting rid of my iPhone and I'm switching to a 
to a retro-ish device, a uh, Razer 2020. Okay, I um, And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm realizing it's <laughs> kind of funny, because, like, the real value of having an iPhone is feeling like the coolest kid in middle school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, when you yeah. actually think about it, like that's yeah. like like when it all fucking comes down to it, Android these days can do all the fucking same things. Yeah. Apple has given most people most options. Yeah. Um, you know, it's no longer this entirely walled thing and there's a good app for just about everything, even if it is like seven bucks a month to use it. But anyways, I now have this like cool retro thing that like gives me the same feeling. Yes. And that's all that fucking matters. I mean, it obviously doesn't. But, but, but you know, there are other ways to get this, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Why clothing? Do you want to consider branching out and doing something entirely wildly different to make people feel or to, to provide that? Well, that's, yeah, kind of, I mean, well, you know what? The reason I picked clothing was because it was the first thing that I got good at. Right, because like before ah, yep, that, yep, yep, yep. I had great ideas. I mean, it's why I'm you know doing what I mean? computers. Yeah, it's, you understand? Like, it's like, it, yeah. If you, you had a, people are willing to pay me for this, I'm going to keep fucking doing it. That's exactly. Yeah. That was okay, the, but the, switching from that to anything else is the hardest fucking thing, because you're mm-hmm. now doing less of the first thing, which means you fucking now need money, and you don't know if the other one's about to take off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, because reality is, man, I just want to tell a cool story, you know, like I want to just tell a cool story, build a brand that people can believe in, and, and, and it's like mainly focused around the creatives and our lifestyle, and like kind of trying to explain that through clothes is my medium right now. But if I had other things, like if I like if I was making movies, I would do that, or it'd still kind of be around the same. Have you considered doing it for other people? Because like like I know that it's not yours, yeah. but you can. Like it sounds like you're more interested in the process than the product. Yeah, I love the creative process a million times more than I love the product. I could care less after it's done. So, (laughs) but like I, but you know, obviously you got to sell it to make it ready. But like, do I really enjoy that part? No. How many of you? How many people know and love your brand and what you've built? Because that is your, uh, you're essentially saying, I can make this, I mean, this is a total career change I'm suggesting at the moment. Yep. But, <laughs> yeah, this I'm is listening. not anything new for me. I, yeah. this, I was in, uh, never mind, complete tangent. Anyways, long story significantly shorter, you have a product, a proof of, I can accomplish this, and you are saying to people, I can do this for you. You have to be really freaking committed. You have to meet these values. You have to pay me this much for this long. Let's work together. Yeah. And then you get to do... And the best part about that is it's not... I don't know. You, you get to keep doing it with new and interesting people. You could yeah. work with, like, maybe ten clients, no more at a time, and one, pay your bills. Yeah. But two, like, like if you did that for a year and you just got, like, ten clients paying you 500 bucks a month because it's worth exponentially more than that mm-hmm. and you're going to do it well because you already have and they know what they want and they know what they're telling people but they don't know how to get it out there and you can figure it out with them, for them. Like, for their specific, like, I don't know, it's a creativity process. Yeah. But only do it with, you know, people you actually want to, because otherwise you're going to begin to hate it really quickly. Easy. And that's (laughs) the thing, because, like, I got into the custom business, right? But then half of it, I hated doing. Oh, my God. Customers are the worst fucking part of all of this. You know, like... (laughs) People are a hassle, bro. Yeah, and it's just like, well, just some stuff, you're just like, this isn't cool. Like, working with with Diddy, it's like, we're going to make something dope. Like, you know, but, like, if I'm just working, people will give you an idea, and they just want you to bring the idea to life, and you're going to do it, but you're like, this sucks. You know what? You know, like... (laughs) It's not my idea, so I can't do it too much justice. 
and then you make a product that you hate, but is exactly what they what they asked for. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then so like so you're right, like you did it right, but it sucks. And like so so that 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 was an awful thing. And I'm slowly but surely making that transition into exactly what you're talking about. Like um, Wednesday, Thursday, I got to do a meet and greet at Clark, right? And, and I'm nice. working with Clark, and, and we're like they they put a poster of me up. And they got my designs up, and they're like, and they got the students voting, and then whatever the students vote on is what the schools buy in, and that's kind of our thing, right? And I'm, doing, I'm doing the same thing with the Braveheart. I'm doing something like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting into it, but it's like, but I, that business is so new to me that one, I don't know how much I'm supposed to get paid, really, and two, <laughs> um, it's just new, so I'm figuring yeah. it out. Like I'm just kind of yeah, like, you're, you know, you're like, shooting off the hip. I'm shooting off the hip, but it, but I am trying exactly. What no, no, you know, that, like that, that is it. That yeah, is freaking you know? it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's it's fun. They got the money, and it and it's more. Yeah, no, yeah, that's it's absolutely it. It's collaborative. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really think like the big thing entrepreneurs too that other people don't is they try things they know are pro- might fight fail spectacularly. Yeah. Like I have I have enough of an idea to get into this and I'm pretty sure I can figure it out once I'm there. Yep. And it might go fucking badly. Yep. But it also that's, might, you know, be the kickstart of the next branch of what of your your next five years. And that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, yeah. like hopefully it works out really well. Um yeah, like yeah, I'm I, I got a strategic list of companies that I'm trying to work with. A couple of them have reached out to, some of them I haven't. Yep. Uh, but it's like how yeah. did you figure out that list? Like, what what criteria did you use to pick who you were gonna try and invest with? It had to with? be fun. Like, it had to be like what they were selling or their whatever their thing was. It had to be cool. It had to think that it was dope. And then and then I also had to believe that the merchandise that they were selling didn't exemplify that cool. Like, it was like, yeah. oh, you're you're doing such a cool thing, but you're selling such boring merchandise. Yeah. Why? You know what I mean? You yeah. know. So yep. that's that's like that's the criteria. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So quality. Yeah. Yep. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. And yeah, fucking um you were talking about a pivot earlier. So that's the pivot that you're talking about is moving away from the you know, the the customer customer thing and moving towards the bigger client, um, corporate, you know. Yeah. Getting yourself involved on that level. That's something I could totally see for you too. Yeah. And like working with these colleges too, like I saw I saw all those images and stuff and you can feel free to tell people about it, but I could totally see them like Sponsoring a, a course, you know, supplied by you, how to print. Shit, yeah, you know what I mean. No, like, 100%. made in America crash course this weekend or, or for yeah. this semester. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a, that was something I was thinking about too because it's the school thing. Is some of them you got to get around this licensing thing. It's yes. like a whole hassle. Now working uh, with Clark, they don't care. They not they don't care, but they're willing to work with yes. me through the process. Yeah, yeah, versus yeah. some of the schools where it's like, all right, we got to do this licensing thing up front. And I'm like, I hear you. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Give it a minute. Let's I'm, like, it I'm like, can we just can we work something out? They're like, nah. I'm like, I'll teach a class. They're like, we don't care. I'm like, all right. So <laughs> 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 you know, so it, it's, a, it's a battle. But at the same time, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit of both. And, I, and I'm mainly kind of basing it off of that Nike imprint where it's yeah. like I want to have a certain amount of stuff that I know is going out every year regardless because I'm dealing with the businesses and then this side I can get creative and funky and exactly. make you know you know and make stuff extra. specifically for made for in America people, yeah. and the people who for support the that brand exactly. and, you know, yeah. exactly yep and things cool. that things that accelerate what the brand is while you're doing the other stuff on the side yeah. it's like Boom! Yeah, this is what like this is what I'm doing over here, but we still got this capsule from this this season. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like 
we still got fresh new shit for you to wear to rock the brand. But also that, you know, on the off chance that you, you know, ordered 500 more than you have, then if you want to sell those for a $2 profit instead of a $10 profit, Mm-hmm. There's gonna be, you know, a lot of people that want them, even though they're last seasons or whatever. Yes. Like, like that's once you're up, once you're at that point, like you don't ever really have to worry about it. It's just a matter of staying on top of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're totally right. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that, man. I like that. So, what other schools, like, if you want to talk about it a little yeah. bit, what schools have you been working with? Tell them about like the project. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, okay. Well, I'll tell you. The idea was that they would get it the second that I walked in there, right? Like, I, like, like, I started this guy, okay, I decided to make new, I was like, every school has a mascot, they don't take advantage of their mascot, I want to make cool, new, exciting things for their students, right? So, I started with the Worcester School, started with about, like, six of them, um, and then talked to one of my friends who works at Clark, and he was like, well, you might as well do the whole, like, consortium or whatever, so I was like, alright, say less. Yeah. So I did the whole thing, and then I assumed that the second they saw it, they were just gonna understand. Yeah. Didn't understand that there was, like, a wall. Like, like that there, there's a certain way that they're used to doing business, that yeah. they're like, can't do nothing for you. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, yeah, so that was a whole learning curve, but, um, yeah, Clark ended up working out really, really well. They, they, they baby stepped me through the entire process, Fire. so then I was able to even, even know what questions to ask the next yeah. schools. You know, yeah. cool. Um, that, that's been already extremely helpful. I'm uh, so I have a computer repair shop on Park Avenue. Yeah, and right now, and and so I realized recently, all I have to fucking do is to let people know that I have a student discount, and that alone will be great advertising. However, I still have to get that in front of people. So we've already actually been referred heavily by both WPI and Clark campuses. We're literally, a, if you ask Google Maps how to get to Clark from my shop, it's one minute via walking. Okay. So like, we're really freaking close. So that I'm not that worried about getting people from Clark to here, mm-hmm. but I want to give like a, a flyer to the, to the tech desks at both places, because they don't ever do hardware things. They won't take a screwdriver to a computer. You know, you've got a virus, whatever. I, college IT will help. Yeah. You ha- have a cracked screen, I want them to send people to us. And also, I need to let them know we moved. Anyways, I want to go in there with this. And I've been a little apprehensive because I don't want to walk in there and be like... Because like, I know that we've gotten so many different fucking referrals from them in the past. But I don't know if the people who are... Like, I don't want to walk in there entitled this fuck being like, Hey, guys, <laughs> send your customers to us. We, like, like, I don't want to be soliciting them. Like, here's yeah, yeah. a pamphlet. Like, <laughs> I gave you guys ten bucks off. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, I, I don't want to be a tool about this. But also, like, I know that this is actually beneficial if I... Present it the right fucking way. Yeah, yes. no, for sure. That is, I understand that one thousand percent. Now I didn't come in caring about being a tool. Like it was like <laughs> it didn't matter to me what I look like on the way, and I was like, bruh, this is a fact. You, you need this. I'm yeah. just trying to tell you something. Right. Like, you know, but ninety percent of this business thing is: do people actually want to work with you? Like, you know, do they actually? Well, one, do they believe that this is useful? And it's like, yeah, sure. If you got it in front of the students, the students know it's useful. Yeah. But the person that you're talking to, you know, yeah, they, 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 they might not see that, you yeah. know. And and I didn't, yeah. So I, I get. <laughs> I'm a walking example of how this kind of thing goes badly. Some of my other past uh, businesses that I've gotten into a little bit are one, one is hypnosis, and I realized I didn't do that for two reasons. Yeah. One, I realized that sitting in a room talking back and forth with someone about their problems all day was my idea of hell. <laughs> like, 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 so I realized, wait a second, this is, yeah. no. But, but, but two, I didn't ever want to have to fucking deal with justifying the legitimacy of what I was selling. Like, that's one of the things I yeah. love about my computers is I'm not 
convincing anyone to buy my shit. I'm pricing it at a price range that makes sense mm-hmm. for a product that I know I don't have to worry about warrantying. But, so And, like, that's it. Like, I'm not convincing anyone to fucking buy this. If you're looking to spend less, you're going to go on Facebook Marketplace and spend less. If you're looking to, spend, you know, buy something new, you're not going to come to me. Yeah. And, and this works. Like, like yeah. it, it, you know, anyways. So there's well, that's one. The other one is uh, Worcester Aerial Photography. And what I realized is no one fucking... I, want, I like photography. And everyone's looking for videography. Yes. But, but, but really, I only want to do, like, you know, I'll, I'll shoot this... 10 minute thing like you know most people are looking for a fucking friend with a camera yeah. but they're not yeah. looking to spend uh, you have a professional drone money they yeah. never oh, fucking no, of course yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. not the plan and yeah, then yeah. there's the other side of the spectrum that is looking for a completely edited uh, titled themed <laughs> properly framed fucking you know cinema photography footage and they're willing to spend $5,000 for it but they will nitpick every single little fucking thing of everything. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with either one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the really thing is you know you can uh, uh, the, the way I, I computer repair shop I used to own was the uh, fast fast nickels over slow dimes. Was yeah. essentially the phrase they used. And okay. they were by design the cheapest computer repair shop in Worcester. We literally did market research and made sure we were $10 cheaper than everyone else around us. And that was our business strategy, and it fucking worked. And it wasn't my head, because I was never there. I was just a, a kind of out-of-the-way owner on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the opposite of what, like, I want to be involved in in myself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I want to be involved in, like, every customer wants to be my, which is what you're going for. And the real solution is what you're doing. You're niching. You have to figure out exactly who wants you and put yourself in front of them. Yeah. yeah. And it is. And it's what you're doing. You need those schools. It's, it's working. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's working. It, it Slowly but surely. And, I mean, you know, I can't even say slowly because, honestly, it's happening <laughs> pretty quickly. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, I, you know, your mind is crazy. I'm a dreamer, so I'm assuming it's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, so if it's two months, that's forever, but it's yeah. really not that long. That's freaking mad fast. No, but, but, but that's the thing <laughs> be about being a dreamer when you're dealing with fucking bureaucracy. It's, 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 it's always, you know, an email the next week. And, and that's the other thing. If you don't respond to their email quickly enough, it looks horrible for you. But you have other things going on right when they fucking got back to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, shit, yeah. Man. yeah. 100%. So, okay. I talked about some of the things that can go wrong in my business. What about you guys? What's something that could go wrong in your businesses? You know? Um, you, you or me? Uh, okay, I'll go. Uh, we're going to go with computer repair. Yeah. Sure. Well, we can talk about the reason I meet at my I meet people only at my shop now, um, or you know other public businesses sometimes here, but uh, where I where I only meet people with cameras, aka yeah. the Fitchburg incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it's an incident. Like if you just if you're naming it after the, the whole place. fucking place, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. It's it's on the list of reasons I try not to go to Fitchburg anymore. Yeah, man. So, um, okay. So, spoiler alert. I shot a guy. Okay. Um, there's obviously more to that. So, so no, I, I, I mean, uh, I assume so. So, I didn't think you were just walking around. Wow. <laughs> 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 Right, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, I received Fitchburg walking along the sidewalk, and I just, you know, and, yeah, no, there's a little bit more to it. Um, okay, so uh, I, it's computer repair, and I also resell refurbished laptops. Uh, one of the things I've found that has actually been really helpful for my business, but I see that all businesses do, it's like what you were describing, is you do multiple things, multiple revenue streams. So I don't just have a service, I repair computers, I also resell laptops, and that, you know, anyways... It's a reselling laptops. Now, 
mostly I, uh, I buy and sell from a lot of different sources. Selling, I was selling on Craigslist a lot. You know, yeah. that's one place that people were consistently looking for uh, used goods. And especially as Facebook Marketplace got bigger, a lot of the headaches moved from Craigslist to Facebook Marketplace. So there's less scams, less, you know, low-balling hagglers. Everyone who was looking for to meet the most people with the least, least headache were on Facebook now. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, right. Wow. Yeah, I get that. I get yeah. That. So I get that. believe it or not, Craigslist got better yeah, over yeah, the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, well, th this was actually before Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> so anyways, I um, was meeting a guy in Craigslist uh, in Fitchburg to sell a laptop. And uh, I don't know. I mean, let's just go into the full story. So I, so I was actually waiting a fucking while there. And I've got text records for all of this, which was really fucking helpful later. Um, but, uh, I was waiting probably at this point about 40 minutes, and th this is not, he said, so his excuse was that he was rocking his child upstairs. So this was obviously a, a ruse to get me to come inside. And, and this is worth acknowledging, because from all the news reports, like, this was actually a big thing. Turtle Boy wrote about this after, um, the, uh, Worcester Sentinel, um, put, uh, put, not, uh, put, put it up at a article about it. Okay. Uh, because it was actually kind of weird. I shot a guy, but the other guy was the one who was arrested. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, so that just doesn't happen often. Yeah. So there's those, yeah, I get it. Um, so, anyways, um, I, uh, fuck, where was I? Right, uh, waiting outside, his, his ruse to get me to come inside uh, was that he had a child there. And at that point, for a litany of reasons, I didn't go into people's houses to buy shit. Yeah, yeah. And for, for you know, obviously, this fucking reason. So you're going to buy a laptop? Yeah. Okay, oh, okay, sorry, okay. sorry, 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 no. Other sell way a laptop. Sell. Either way, sell. I don't go into people's houses. Yeah, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, valid point. I was going mm -hmm. to sell, and he was willing to pay my full asking price, which was not actually uncommon. Like, yeah. it was pretty common that people would have cash and be like, look, I can't get to you. Like, that's honestly why people often were willing to pay full price. Yeah. So I drove to him um, and uh, was waiting there for probably half an hour. And as the guy comes out, um, bring, uh, I, I put the computer on the trunk. I t it was new in box-ish. It wasn't new, but I had the original box and all that. So I take it out of the box, put it up on the trunk, and um, show him it's working. And he checks it out really hastily. And at the moment, I'm still kind of like, I don't know, not wary, but this guy's a little jumpy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the only thing I actually truly remember about him was actually a lot of scratches over his face. The, the cop later said that was probably a drug-related thing. Um, and, but, but that was actually, like, the only thing truly... That and the, the sweatshirt. It was a red sweatshirt, which is, again, relevant later. So, he, um... Yeah, so I, uh, I gave him the last... So, so uh, I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, you want it? And he's like, okay, cool, here. And he hands me five really, really, really poorly made fake $100 bills. Like, literally, inkjet printed... I have a picture somewhere because he dropped a few of them, uh, but later, and I took a few pictures before the cops showed up. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, he, so he just printed them out. So like, no, no, it's worse. It was like it was like laminated with a uh, packaging tape. Like like actually, uh, you could see the ripped like edges. So it was oh like inkjet God. printer, laminated with packaging tape. Handed me those, and I uh, I said I, uh, I I can't accept that. And I we tried to hand it back to him. And, <laughs> and, uh, and that's mad respectable too. Uh, I mean, all yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, so so like I don't. <laughs> at that point, yeah. It's actually not the only time that's happened. The other time, um, I. Uh, anyways, <laughs> the, the other the other time did not go like this. Yeah, it didn't go this way. Right. Um, but uh, anyway, so I um. I tried to hand it back to him, and he uh, he pulled out uh, what I I said was a uh, it looked like a small caliber um, 
uh, Beretta, just because it, it looked like a Mini 92FS. Like, I, I've never actually seen a gun that looked identical to this, but I have seen lots of fucking guns. It's an autistic special interest, and I'm familiar with them. And anyways, I described it as a, um, uh, it looked like a small, a small caliber Beretta. And then they, uh, I, I would have guessed a 22, maybe a 380. Anyways, um, he pulls it out uh, out of the like uh, at the hoodie uh, center thing. He says, "Well, you're you're gonna have to." And um, so I, the, the, at this point, the laptop's on my back uh, on the back seat. He's standing pretty much behind my car, and I'm at like you know at also behind my car. And I take a few steps back, and I remember actively actually fucking thinking, um, you know, like it's just a fucking laptop. Let it go. The, you know, this isn't actually, like, you can just, and I'm like, wait, no. Like, this guy's obviously not in his fucking right mind. If I don't shoot him, he might shoot me first. I have to. And I, I, I drew my gun. I shot him. Um, it, 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 I didn't think I actually hit him until, in, until much, much later um, when I found out from the cops. But he, um, he, uh, so I, I shot him once. He uh, fell back, uh, like, like, down. Um, began to, to get up towards me. He did reach for the gun. I shot a second time. Um, and uh, then he, um, he he fell back again. Like, like he was still on the ground the first time, but he fell actually back. And then the next time he didn't, he, he, he did grab the gun, but he ran. He didn't even, like, look at me. He ran in the opposite direction. And I later told the cops, uh, so, so I immediately... I yelled to my partner who was in the car throughout this, and she's uh, like, immediately, right, right. Oh, no, 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 no. So, so that's the worst part. Like, he, th this was a really solidifying moment for that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, no, I mean, like, n you know, I've always found that relationships, you learn the most about people in moments of chaos, but, like, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, so, no, no, uh, they get out of the car, and um, I'm like, call 911, and uh, so they call 911, and I'm like, wait a second. I don't want to hear, I don't want them to, see. so I, I take the phone, I'm like, someone tried to rob me, I shot a guy. I, I shot the guy, um, they did this, they got away. He goes, oh, so right after this, and I honestly thought it was, so, so I heard within 15, 20 seconds of shooting him, uh, screeching tires, and I assumed that, that he had had a getaway car, uh, and he might have, and either the getaway car left without him, or he ran it back upstairs. It, so I, I, I now know, so, so everything after that point, I know from reading the police reports. Mm -hmm. um, and so one, he was arrested about half an hour after that at the Clinton Hospital. Okay. Um, with two, uh, two this is uh, two, two gunshots to his left shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then, um, so, so they, they searched his apartment. So, so it's worth, okay, so they searched his apartment. This guy was uh, on probation for a sawed-off shotgun charge, and when they, from, from the police report of when they searched his apartment, they found a firearm mat that turned out to be a BB gun. That's very worth acknowledging. I, uh, I didn't, like, he wasn't truly armed. Uh, he, okay. It turned out to be a BB gun. I had no fucking clue. Um, but uh, he, he, uh, they found a gun matching my description above the same ceiling tile as the last time they had searched that apartment for a firearm. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Okay. Like, this is this is from the fucking police report. It's where he puts his guns. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it also turned right. out that there was a camera from one of the neighbors that didn't wasn't clear enough to show faces, but corroborated my story. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, 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 so after this whole thing, I'm sitting, I, I'm sitting uh, at, at, at the police station, and not, sorry, not, this is before the police station. I'm sitting on the, um, the front, uh, 
the, the front steps of one of the houses nearby. Like, this is, there's like five or six cops all over here, and I'm sitting pretty much just nearby, because, like, you know, we're not being detained, but we're not free to go yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and, uh, so, so the, the, the first officer is on scene kind of now asks me, like, so what were you thinking? I'm like, well, I mean, like, like he's just like, so are you familiar with Worc with Fitchburg at all? And I'm like, I mean, I thought it was kind of like the worst neighborhoods of uh, of Worcester. And he's like, yeah, well, there's six officers working tonight, and the, the bad guys know that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you're a little more familiar with Fitchburg now. Yeah. So that's why we call it the Fitchburg incident. Uh, also, about three months after this, I went, into, uh, I went to the Fitchburg police station uh, to sell a laptop. Like, I met someone there. And yeah. uh, I told them that that's what I was there for. I was some, someone was meeting me there, and I heard someone from behind the. They have a all tinted glass there. But I heard someone say, uh, "Oh, I hear he learned. I, I see he's learned his lesson." <laughs> so like someone remembered me. But um. So anyways, after that, they had us drive. And, and keep in mind, I was driving a Charger at this time, so I could not have. At that point, they were believing me enough to let me drive my fucking Charger, following them to the to the police station. So yeah. I wasn't a person of interest or whatever at that. But also. Later, when, uh, when we asked if we could go out and get food and come back, they were like, how about you order in? Here's some menus. So, so I don't know exactly where I stood on that. Yeah. So about four hours later, about four what? hours later, I find out... Um, so, so about four hours later, I, I'm actually interrogated. Like, I go actually into an interrogation room. They turn on a camera with a red light, um, Mirandize me, and I did something that you never really should do. I talked to and they, I, so, so <laughs> they're like, you can do it, I, I mean, like, at that point, like, I knew I should have, so, so I think I'd already left a voicemail for a lawyer at that point, but also, I, you know, at that point, was pretty sure that I hadn't done anything wrong, that I would be legally in the clear, and um, also, remember, I still thought I didn't shoot a guy. Here, here's what I actually was yeah. fucking terrified about, when the, and this was actually a really, this is worth, worth addressing, when, um, when, so after, after this was all said and done, when they were there, they were shining lights around looking for... So there was a hole in a, um, in a car behind the guy. Yeah. And oh, I, but there were, I thought there were two holes. It was one that had splintered. So I'd only fired twice. So then when I realized there wasn't a second one, and I still... Because the guy was wearing a red sweatshirt. I didn't fucking know I had actually shot the guy. Like, it's like yeah. a Deadpool joke. We're red, idiot. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but actually, but anyways... Um, but, but uh, I thought, so then they were shining their fucking lights at the apartment building behind the place. And at this point in time, I had had no defensive training. I had, uh, like, I had, you know, I had gone to the range a bunch. I was very, very proficient and familiar with firearms, but I had never had a draw-your-gun-and-shoot level of training, which yeah. I've had afterwards. And frankly, I'm kind of glad that guy would be dead afterwards. Like, I now yeah. actually have good response and, you know, the basics of, of finger-pointing-shoot-aiming. You know, the, the, the basics would have, you know, probably killed that guy and said, my grouping was great and Glocks shoots the fucking left, so it worked out for everyone. <laughs> 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 so, like, <laughs> but, but also, but, but there was a moment when they were shining their lights on the windows of the, of the house, of the, it was an apartment building. Keep in mind, this was at a fucking playground. Like, it was at, all over, kind of, like, this whole, like, he wasn't, there wasn't a playground behind him. Like, I was standing in the street, he was behind my car. But what was behind him was first a parking lot, and then behind it, the uh, apartment, his apartment complex that, so they were shining lights up on, on those windows looking for, like, essentially bullet holes as if it might have gone into an apartment. And I realized oh. that there was a possibility that I might have, like, even if no one was in there and it was just fucking property damage, that's, like, the fact that I could have fucking killed someone who was standing in their goddamn window is terrifying. Yeah. So I didn't realize until much, so, so, so that was the biggest reason at that point 
not to talk to the police. Yeah. Because, like, I had text records, I had legitimate everything. So, so it turns out later that what they had been concerned about, what the, the questions they asked me were about um, how I had met him, how if I had any previous encounters with him. They, they were concerned and tried to establish that I was not... Um, essentially, they were concerned. That I have been investigated for vigilanteism. Is really the actual summary here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, that makes you not Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so so afterwards, they are actually really you know supportive, and uh, they, they they still take my partner's statement. But but afterwards, they're like, no, he's actually done a great like. They, 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 they said something about like people wanting to shake my hand. Like it was it was a bit much. But, but it turns out, yeah. So. So there, there's still more to the story uh, because, like, there was court later and whatnot. But th- th- that's the what can possibly go wrong with, with, uh, in my business. With computer sales. Computers? Yeah. Wow, dude. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure that I'm sure that does not happen to most computer salesmen. No, but you know <laughs> the funny thing is, it's what everyone's fucking concerned about. Like, like, so, so that's yeah. actually worth acknowledging yeah. now. It, it, because, like, let's like, because afterwards, I've, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but. Yeah, well, no, no. But so, so there's two sides to it. One, I, I, um, you're like that is the concern. Like that is you, you should recognize that, that that's part of the benefit of my business. People sell me their computer because they know that I'll, that bringing it to my shop is a safe situation. Yes. yes. Um, and you know, so I, I I try to mitigate that. Like like I I try not to say that because realistically, what it comes down to is I'm like I'm a safe person to buy to. I encourage people to sell on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and meet in a public place with cameras. Yeah. But still, I'm you know a six foot tall white guy that most it's not everyone's comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But but no, the other side of this crap. Where the fuck was I going? You would just say, what what did you just say before that? Uh, Shit. Sorry. This doesn't happen to everybody, and that um. Well, yeah, and you were saying, but that's what everybody's concerned about. Yeah, no, that's the one sense. I was saying. Yeah. It's the one everyone's concerned. Oh, right, mitigating this and the fact. Right, that that's the the next part of this is worth acknowledging. So I, I, I can mitigate this problem by meeting people in public places with lots of cameras. Yeah, and that doesn't prevent people from doing anything shady. But most shady people don't want to fucking go into that environment. And I have so so you know after I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on on air before, but I was investigated by the ATF afterwards for an entirely different thing. They actually started with talking about the Pittsburgh incident to try and you know keep me off guard. But <laughs> they uh, but, right like that that's <laughs> softening you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But right. You I'm up like, like a lobster. Well, I was already like you know I like that was already like I had already gotten my gun back from that. Like that's how long ago the the, the prosecution was. Like I yeah. was fine. I testified as a witness to that whole thing. Nice. Anyways, I, um, yeah, but, but, but so, uh, the ATF, uh, long story significantly shorter, I didn't have a firearms license for four years after this. Mm. Still selling computers out of my shop. And it's worth acknowledging, like, I, I don't bother carrying anymore, even though I would have, you know, how many, how many different people who carry, carry for the circumstances I was actually in? Well, yes. I guess not, you know, assuming there actually is a gun. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. like, everyone's like, well, in case those situations, okay, I was fucking there, and the fact of the matter is, I can do these few things differently and not put myself in that situation. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I do understand that, yeah. <laughs> and that's what could possibly be all wrong. That's what could possibly go. I, I'm telling you, I didn't see that going. From a computer story, I thought we were, you know, like, I thought we were going to talk about a bad virus. I thought we were going to talk about... <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, there's also the customers that have, like, uh, uh, we, we had this guy bringing in a computer that had a rotating... Um, it, it was it was pulling from a, a, fo- a folder of thirty two thousand images um, of uh, blacked.com. Of what? Uh, these incredibly petite white women getting uh, quite penetrated by these quite well endowed 
not white. <laughs> and it Big was, men. And, and thirty-two thousand images. We we, we went to right. So after so 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 we we, we open up the computer and we're that's like, well, what the fuck is going on with this? And then like two minutes later, we're like, Jesus Christ, that's a different. Gee, what the hell? And These are all separate images. Right. So we go to change it and we see it's pulling from a folder and we're like, wait a fucking second. Thirty. The the the, the, the yeah, it was ridiculous. Was that, that's job. what can go wrong at a computer repair shop. <laughs> yeah, in the shop. Yeah, yeah, that's as bad as it gets in the shop. That I get that. that, that, that and, and then sometimes crazy. we found bugs in computers, and uh, there's uh, there's um, my, my my technician tells new technicians the horror story of Hentai Kid's keyboard. What uh, happened? A uh, uh, Hentai Kid's keyboard. Hentai Kid, no. No, that already sounds bad. Oh. That already I, sounds I'm not terrible. But I don't yeah. think I need to. It's a messy laptop. That is rough. Why doesn't it work? It's like, fam, look at it. Huh. Right. Yeah, damn. I, I feel that. Well. Yeah, man. Um. Alright, baby. So what's up? Well, yeah. Nothing much, man. Um, I guess what could possibly go wrong in being a stay-at-home dad? Um, there's not much, man. Realistically... <laughs> It's just about not biting off more than I can chew, you know what I mean? Um, but it's been pretty solid, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, that's all I've been doing for since the baby was born. Um, and it's been chill, man. It's, it's just maintaining the crib. The hardest thing, I would say, is, like, keeping the whole place clean because it's, like, I got two cats, I got the baby, I got a 10-year-old, yeah. and then I got myself, too. So yeah. it's, like, got to clean up after myself. It's, like, every day is a struggle, but... Not too much, man. Not too much could actually go wrong. Like, the worst thing that could happen is, like, the baby could get sick or, like, fall off the bed, you know? Which yeah. he hasn't. <laughs> um, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's really... <laughs> so, life is good. That's a, yeah, good, that's a good position to be in. Like yeah. the, simple, the simple dad life, the humble so dad life. So, if you were life. to consult on alternative career choices... Yeah. ...that involved, I don't know, maybe selling cannabis... Yeah. What advice would you give to someone just starting out? Um, or what things would... Let me rephrase, sorry. What, what would you tell them they need to be aware of? What kind of problems would they run into? To encounter. Um, I mean, the first thing you want to tell anybody that's getting into the game is you don't front. There's no fronts. There's no such thing as an IOU. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter how long you've known them, how little or how much it is. Um, you never, you never, you never front. Never do that. Yeah. Um, you also, like, in my opinion, like, you never want to be on the receiving end of that. You don't want consignment. Unless it's like your literal first, you know, your, your, your first journey into the, into the abyss. Yeah. Where it's like, I, well, I don't, I don't even have a hundred dollars to my name, you know what I mean? Um, but you don't even want to be in a position where it's like, you owe somebody, you know? Um, and as like a cannabis entity, like you just want to be consistent. You want to be consistent. Um, you don't want to bullshit your people. Um, you gotta, like, it's, it's less about knowledge and more about honesty, in my opinion, when it comes to like selling product, because at the end of the day, cannabis is so like versatile. And it can do so much. And if, if you actually know your shit and you're providing that, um, that's like 
letting people know that as opposed to just being like, oh, I got the fire, you know what I mean? And like, just trying to hype shit up. Um, I guess what I'm saying is like, the honesty goes a long way, educating people goes a long way. Uh, because there are medicinal uses to the shit that we do recreationally use. I'd say a lot more people use it recreationally than medicinally. But at the same time, that there's uh, there's different ways to use marijuana, and it's about having an open mind about that and educating people about that, um, and not trying to like not coming off as like the douchey fucking um, like snob weed snob because there's so many of those out there that yes. it's the same as like wine or steak or fucking golf or fishing like. You, you have those kind of people out there where it's like anything you say is like nothing compared to what they've seen or smoked or... One-uppers. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and there's plenty of that. There's plenty of people that are gatekeepers in the community too. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you just want to be a good person, um, first and foremost. And you don't, like, it really depends on what you're in it for. And that's like the advice I kind of give to artists too, rappers and... and who the fuck ever, like, it, it applies to whatever you're really doing. Um, I had a cousin hit me up, like, months ago, probably, probably over a year ago, a younger cousin, and he was just shooting the shit about music, and he's like, yo, like, how do I start, how do I do this, how do I do that? And I told him, it's, it's just ask yourself, what do you want from it? You know, like, what are you trying to gain? Or what are you trying to give? What are you trying to take? Um, and once you answer those questions then I can help you with the rest, you know? It's so like, what about the people who their response is legitimately, I'm trying to make money, and I know that if I hustle, I can make money here. Because yeah. there's obviously going to be a lot of them, and, like, I don't know, some of them are honest and, like, yep. could still do it well. Yeah, yeah, and, and in, a, in a reliable way, in a consistent way. Yep, yep. Um, in, that, in that aspect, I would say find your niche, like the same with the clothing. Mm-hmm. It's like find the people mm-hmm. that you're appealing to. Find your audience, build your brand, make a name for yourself. Um, the world is so huge now and the way that the internet has made us all so connected, like hyper-connected, there's like a million ways to see what you're looking for and a, and a hundred different avenues to get it. So how do you stand out amidst that? Um, like, you know, how do you tell your story um, among all like the sea of people? Um, and I think that comes with connecting with people, to, like like uh, Joel said, the face to face, meeting people at events, telling your story, letting people know that it's like, yo, I'm a real person, and this is what I this is what I stand for. When you see this name, this is what you can expect. Like whether it's clothes or an event or or a giveaway or whatever, you know, um, this is the kind of vibe that we're bringing to the table, and that's what I would tell people is is you gotta you gotta you gotta make that the forefront. Um, and if, if, if you're doing that, the money will come. But if your sole focus is the bread, then it's really like, like what works? Okay, like um, I had a homie that he started his his company in pre-rolls. And it's like the pre-rolls cost him, like at the end of the day, like five bills, maybe six. He's flipping them for 20. And yeah, like you might not have like, like, you might not always be able to have people who buy a 100-pack, who are mm-hmm. buying a 50-pack, but at the end of the day, you can still hustle, like, you can still sell them for 20. You can still bust your ass and sell them for 20 wherever, go wherever, hit a skate park, you know, go, like, where people are smoking at, where, yeah. go to the smoke lounge, you know, shit like that, um, and find shit that works, you know, find shit that's, that's profitable, that doesn't take too much time, um, 
and and start there and just build your way build your way the shit the thing i think to keep in mind for entrepreneurs and people that are trying to do it for themselves is the shit's going to figure itself out as long as as that's what you want it to happen you know what i mean if you're on the path genuinely and you have that in your mind that it's like i right, i'm not taking no shorts because i actually do need to make bread from this um I'm not trying to rip people off. I'm trying to educate people. I'm trying to help people. And when I'm in a position to, I'm going to help people. Um, doing all that can kind of steer you wherever you want to go in whatever business that is. In my opinion. Yeah. 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 No, that's fantastic. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, it was sweet. Yeah, man. <laughs> one of my friends had remarked a few years ago that one of the things he's seen me do right uh, over the years is uh, my follow through. And I think that's something that, that entrepreneurs have to do is, yeah. you know, it's not just, it, it's, a, it's an, almost not even making the right decisions. It's following through, it, it's identifying when you've stumbled into an opportunity and following through on that opportunity. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. How much of it did you guys have planned out? Because this is something I'm thinking about. Like, yeah. you know, like, there's some people you talk to and they're like, man, I knew I had the whole business plan. It was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then other people are like, man, I just, I, I was in the water. Dude, three months ago, I was planning on turning this, where we're sitting right now, into yeah. a gun shop. I was planning on selling my shop and my computer repair shop. Yeah. And literally, like, probably switching to Apple and never fucking looking back. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I didn't go that route, but but like literally, I was planning on never thinking about computer repair again about three and a half months ago. I ran so uh, I had a potential investor uh, flake out on the gun shop. I had a potential buyer flake out on the computer repair shop, and I got non-renewed by my landlord at the computer repair shop. So instead, out of spite, I am like quadrupling my computer repair shop. Yeah. You're like, oh, now I got to triple that. I yep. get it. I get that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh, in answer to your question, no, none of this shit's planned. Like, like, have I written things down and they became real years later? Like, yes. Some of it was deliberate. Some of it was focused. Um, but, like, I don't know. Most of it was, was, was taking advantage of opportunities the moment I could. Yeah. Without really that much regard for everything else around it. Like... I don't know, I am still way more closer to growth than I would ever like to be, you know, never mind, like, in my 30s, like, I, I you know, I'm just nowhere close to financially comfortable, and what I've realized is, that's because I keep fucking reinvesting myself in every little way, and so long as I, you know, don't let anything crash too hard, we're good, <laughs> but, but, but it's also, you know, I, I keep, I don't know, I, I've called it doubling down on web, you know, I, I, it's gambling about myself, but also, you know, in my defense, I seem to offer pretty good odds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, nah, but it comes back. Nah. Yeah. 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 I get that. Okay. Uh, and like that's your thing. The, the the cost, like right now, is my discomfort. Mm -hmm. And that's I don't know. That's not a, that that's not like owing money to the bank that I'm gonna have to do. Like yeah. like worry about later. Uh, there's not interest accruing on this. I'm just unhappy right now. And so long as it's worthwhile to make me happy enough, and this doesn't you know crash. <laughs> but, but that's that's a the, you know a really delicate balance that's difficult yes. to fucking maintain. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that balance for sure. That's tough stuff, you know, because it's like if you, yeah, how 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 much are you willing to starve to make this next thing come to life? You yeah, know? to produce well, your so, next piece of art. Well, that's that the problem. Is, is yeah. I'm not even thinking about that. My my thought isn't about how much am I willing to to do it. It's essentially uh, okay. What needs to happen to make this next step? Yeah. And then sometimes I start a little bit in the process. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. This is normal. This happens. It'll be fine in a few months. And then it'll be, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. Uh, no. No. But, but I think being, you know, some level of comfortable in an uncomfortable... Like, y- you have to be... Like, growth is always uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, something we just sort of get used to. And it's, it's all about balance now. And making sure that wherever you come out on the other side was worth it. Because yeah. yeah. that's the real thing. Like, you know, almost any amount of suffering, to me, like, I, it's my own suffering. I'm cool with it. If it's worthwhile. If I have less on the other side than before, then it wasn't just worthwhile. It's like, I will never forgive myself for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. 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 Like, like I, that is time I wasted. I will never get back. Yeah. Yeah. But as long as the other side, there's something that y- you come out a little bit ahead. But but then yeah, we get back to the problem we discussed earlier of uh, you know basing what's on the other side on what's here now. The, so a, a, as a as a problematic child, I had um, point systems at some of the high schools I was at, based on behavior. Mm-hmm. And the problem was some of them were improvement based, and that is subjective as fuck. Okay. So after so, so the really short version is you know that means that if I misbehave here, I can do really good on the chart here. And, uh, you know, it's time-based. So essentially, I, would, I, I, I pointed out to people that I actually got to go on the field trips I wanted to more than people who had behaved the entire time because my improvement was greater at the times that mattered for those field trips. And, like, I pointed this out, you know, after abusing it for about four months. But, but that's the problem is I was, <laughs> yeah. I was... They were letting me fucking define the metrics they were giving me shit based on, and that's on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but but that being said, you know, um, that's the problem. Is you know, better on the other side is really fucking subjective. And from a place of misery and discontentment, what I, the, the standards I've set for myself on the other side aren't high enough. <laughs> like I, I, I should be, I should be aiming to be better than I'm a mad like. I don't know. You ever you ever see the episode of Rick and Morty where uh, the, it's the 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 couples counseling? Do you want? Is, have you ever seen any episode? Well, I've watched pl- plenty of it, but not okay. enough. I don't know. Like it's not like Seinfeld uh, where and, I know every episode. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't want our, our, our listeners to have to have. Okay, long story significantly shorter. There was a machine that you put on someone's. You, you put a helmet on someone's head, and it makes the person that one that person's imagining appear in a test tube. And this was like to demonstrate relationship problems. They had the couples make their the, the in the head images. So like, you know, she imagines her husband as a worm and he imagines her as this like terrifying monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then they later in the episode put the helmet on the head of these creatures and pe- that little terrifying worm thinks of uh, the wife as an absolute goddess and that terrifying monster thinks of the worm as the most useful thing in the world. And you recognize that, like, there's this symbiotic... Anyways, where I'm going with this shit, I don't actually... I feel actually, like I might have seen that. Anyway, go ahead. It's a good one. It was a really good... It was really metaphoric, but but where I'm trying to go with this... Fuck, there was a... I don't remember even what we were talking about right before this, but it was... There was a point system? Point system and everything being metric. Right, what I'm trying to say is, right now, if you say, who's the best person I can be in four months? But you really should be saying... If I could, but you're you're going to lim- be limited based on your current perspective. Of best. Right. This yes. isn't a where am I going to be in four months. It's a if I did everything you know I could, where could I be in a year, and then then you work backwards from there. But but that's essentially what you're doing by being an entrepreneur. You're saying I you, you're not like trying to you're not trying to get design clothing. You're trying to build a brand, yeah, and clothing's yeah. part of that. 100%, and yeah. it's the same thing. You're uh, in um it's you're starting at the end. 
Yeah. Like, you're starting with the big picture in mind and working your way back, and that's, I think, the only way big things actually fucking happen. Yeah. But, but, but like, in answer to, is it planned? No, none of this is planned. I, I opened a computer repair... I, I, I opened... Like, I, 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 can, I, I can't believe how manic I must have fucking been. Um, <laughs> but, no, I rented this place because it was, it was 400 bucks a month, and uh, I was like, yeah, whatever, I can afford that with enough repairs. And it was an alternative to working out of my backpack, doing repairs for other pawn shops around the area, and, you know, just off of Craigslist, reselling laptops. I wasn't planning on opening a business. I was quitting my job because I was told to do busy work, and it was the summer, and I was kind of figuring, like, I'm not being paid enough for busy work. None of this was fucking planned. (laughs) 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 Word. I was wondering, okay, what about you, man? You think it was planned out? How much of it you had planned out? No, none of it, man. None of it. Um... It's just, like, I think about it a lot, like, the journey I've been on and, and where I am today. And it's just it's just been trusting the process, you know? Like, having figures, like, as cheesy as it sounds, having those early, early, like, try-hard fucking lifestyle internet personalities, like that dude Ty Lopez yeah. and fucking... Um, Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. Grant Cardone and all that. Yeah, yeah bro, yeah. The, and David Goggins and <laughs> yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Having that type of mentality where it's like, I can't lose. Nothing yeah. I can do, I can lose at. You know what I mean? And then being consistent at that. Like, anybody that knows me knows that if I do something for a little bit of enough time, I'm going to start to get nice at it. You know yeah. what I mean? Whether it's a sport or a video game or a craft or like anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping that in mind and knowing that, like, I can't afford to fail, regardless of what I'm doing, because I have now two children, um, and a house and a wife and, and all that, you know, so keeping that in mind, but also, um, removing myself, like, ego-wise, as far as, like, competition, like, who am I competing with, like, I, like, it's, it's, it's almost redundant, but it's like I have this big picture in mind where it's like this is where I'm going to be at and this is what I'm going to be able to provide and I'm just focused on the journey and not letting any of the outside factors like tarnish that, you know what I mean? Because it's easy to get down, it's easy to have a rough day, it's easy to have a rough month, rough year, you know what I mean? Um, But keeping, keeping the end goal in mind and knowing that if I work hard enough, the shit's gonna happen whatever the shit is you know yeah. what I mean um that's just how I stay sane amongst all the shit you know cause like like he said nothing's planned nothing nothing of this shit was planned I've been winging it my girl knows like <laughs> that's the number one thing about me is I just wing shit she's yeah. like that I wing everything <laughs> oh, you know as, as, uh, as much as I can afford to I'm winging it you know yeah. what I mean like if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out and then I only have myself to blame. Man. I'll eat that. I'll take that. You know what I mean? But we gotta try. Yeah, but yeah. if it works out, then all right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I only got myself we're to blame. We're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty yeah. good. You know? So, nah, man. Just, just, just wing it. I, I, I call it a lot. Um, calculated carelessness. You know? Yeah. That's like my my catchphrase for. It. I should probably trademark that. You should. Like that's my life. It's just like I don't care about certain shit. I'm not gonna let this shit damage my mental process, you know, like Yeah, and make the journey not fun. Because yeah, it's like yep. it's it should be fun. Or else exactly. why are we even doing yeah, this thing? Like, right? yo, yeah. I, it's, it's a sense of fulfillment, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And being able to raise my son the way I'm raising my son and like it's unmatched, you know, like Yeah. 
I could like the only like the only other alternative is is what I'm working towards as well, which is becoming a fire uh, fireman, a Worcester fireman, mm-hmm. and that is also to because I can I can have my cake and eat it too. I can work, but I could also still have mad time with my kids. Yeah, because you're working. I, I believe it's like four days out of the week. You know, four or five days out of the week. I could do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that works. Like, and and be with my kids, be with my son, be with my baby, and like hopefully have another kid. You know. Um, and that's all having this goal in mind where it's just this everlasting, like, it's not about getting to the, the peace, getting to finding my happiness. It's about making every day that. Yeah. And then like at the end of it is, is like less, even less stress than I'm already having, you know, like minimal amount of, of worrying about anything. Like everybody's good. We like, we're all like. We all have shelter. We all have food. We all we're all okay. Yeah. And we're chasing our our separate dreams, meaning like my kids, my immediate family. Yeah. Know, friends and shit. You know what I'm saying? Where I can help my friends or, or you know. Yeah. Any of that shit. Um. And yeah, man, that's 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 where it's at for me, for sure. Okay, cool. Cause I can relate to. I can definitely relate to seeing the the big picture and then just working it back, but not yeah. necessarily knowing what that's gonna look like. At all. You just, yeah. You just going and yeah. it's like and then a lot of time goes by and you're like oh snap I, I think I'm walk I'm walking towards what I saw but I don't know I still yeah. don't know how how you get there you uh-huh. just, you I, just I also yeah. kind of get the impression that like I don't know if I'm ever actually gonna feel successful yeah but, like like I don't know if I'm ever gonna feel like I'm doing enough or I'm making enough like there will definitely eventually be a time when I'm like yeah there's enough money mm-hmm. in my bank account I don't have to think about it today yeah. But I, but like I'm nowhere close to there. But I know that there will eventually be a time when yeah, that, that day can happen. Yeah. yeah, but successful. Yeah. And you're like, like, when does that? When will that hit? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I've already like I'm already objectively successful. I've got a business that's been around for ten years. That's yeah, you know exactly. I don't know the statistics, but I know that that's successful. Yes. But but like I don't really you know I'm focused on like the, you know how shitty my books are, how you know disorganized <laughs> this is, how yeah. mismanaged this is, how my website needs to be redone, how my social media is all over the place. You know there's there's I'm focused on those things. Yeah. But I'm successful, I guess, by everyone else's standard. Yeah. But you know it, it, it's successful is one of those. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, man, I've had somebody tell me that like, yo, you're living my dream. And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. like, and it's just like, and that's super humbling. <laughs> yeah. Though, no, you like, cause you appreciate it. Like, you're like, yo, yeah. word, thanks, man. Like, cause I really did go out on a limb to give this thing a shot. So <laughs> yeah. like, I, I appreciate you looking at it like that. But at the same time, I'm like, if this is where you were, like, your end goal was, yeah. I don't know, man, you should have been dreaming a little bigger. Cause I'm, I'm just, I'm not even close to what I saw. Maybe they were just talking about the journey. If they were talking about the journey, I can respect it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, that's what it is. You know, I, I do like the idea that I decided to live life on my own accord. Yeah. You know, cause yeah, I didn't, I couldn't see it going any other way. And I hated working with people. You know, like, <laughs> it's painful, bro. It's it's real painful. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just a, yeah. It, no, it's unpleasant working for someone else, not just because of their values, but like everything. I don't know. It's doing things someone else's way when it's an inefficient way. It's designed. I don't know. It's never. It's never really designed for anyone involved. It's designed for people who designed it to work without them. Exactly. Whether it's a customer or the employee, like none of those situations are actually symbiotic. You're just both doing something that you need to do because these are the situations you've been left. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I ever looked at it like that. I just kind of hated telling people telling me what to do. Like, well, I was like, and I liked free time. Like every yeah. time I had a job, I always snuck in a corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'd yeah, always facts. like fit, find a spot that I could go for like two hours, and <laughs> no one would know where the fuck I was at. And then I just pop back out, you know. And like, but I hated having to be on the clock, or like, you know, or if it's dead, I still have to be here. It's dead. Like, why can't I go? Like, like this doesn't logically make any sense. Yeah. But, but you know, yeah. when you're in a yeah. It's policies and bureaucracies and bullshit based on, you know, it's because we said so at a corporate level. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of at a corporate level, earlier you talked about how, like, uh, Nike can just push things out. And, uh, or, or essentially they created their own demand. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's something we see a lot in larger companies is that, you know, it's either, like, okay, here's a great example. Uh, Wise. I mean, it's not a great example, but it's a, a way we're limited. I can't become a wise reseller. They are, uh, they're essentially a Nest competitor. They have smart cams, Wi-Fi things. They do everything from like scales to headphones. But yeah. they're a good little company, and they've they've uh, expanded their niche by you know. I'm not gonna lie, I thought on... you were talking about the chips at first. What? I thought you were talking about the chips at first. Like, which which chips? Wise. Like wise oh. chips. You know what I, mean? like, I, no, no, no. I was like, oh, you want to sell those chips? I was like, no, I'll get you some. But anyway, no, W Y Z E. They essentially made smart cameras that are like we're like 30 we're like 20 bucks when nests were like 130 and now they're like 35 and they're the same quality yeah. wow. so so and then their their monthly service is like three bucks a month like they they, they have they're one of those companies that has designed their um their, their their products and their price points and what they actually make are designed based on their consumers like they outright say what makes sense for both us and them and then they do it and it, 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 it's great to see in a company. But anyways, they, I, you know, I applied to be a reseller. And uh, they're like, nope, we've got Home Depot, Amazon, and Best Buy, and we're good. Anyways, that's normal. Like, that's super standard. That's how they make sure that people are always paying that price for their product. Yeah. Um, but, but first they have to have the demand for it. But, but once you, essentially what I'm trying to say is, maybe that's really what you need is distributors. Like, that's one, that's what larger companies do. Yeah. Yep. No, for sure. That's the, man, that's the thing. It's because it's been such a trial and error thing where it's like all of these, there's like so many, I'm realizing that there are so many different avenues to go yeah. within just clothes. And then and then I'm like, well, I don't even know how deep I even wanted to go into clothes. I <laughs> might just want to just go into branding and clothes just be a thing I do. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like it, learn, learning that whole thing because well, like, that's the other thing. Don't yeah. necessarily change. This might be a, your clothes continue as this, and yeah. you also now do this age, this um, not marketing consul- consulting agency, yeah, or whatever. I don't know, but no. Yeah. I mean, eventually, I want to grow on top. I, I I really want to be Disney, man. I want to grow on top of it and just keep adding, awesome. you know, new layers. Like you know, yep. like a live experience. We got TV shows. We got everything. But it's like, but at first, the only thing I knew how to do was that, and I'm now I'm realizing, wait. There's people who can do this better than me. I can outsource that, and then I can go do another thing, and then find the best people at that. You know, yep. so it's like a slow. But yeah, I'm, yeah. No, but but that's exactly <laughs> it. Like that's the point. Part some people never fucking get to of the just because I do this better than some people, I'm gonna pay to do it. Doesn't mean I should be doing it myself. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It took me a little while to get there. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm better than most. But I'm not the best, you know what <laughs> I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> but, but also, you yeah. should be putting your time and attention to what to the you thing do. That I'm, yeah. that I'm the best at. 
No, yeah. exactly. No, 100%. I, yeah, but yeah, it, play to your strengths. Yeah, but he, he, yeah, you'll sometimes trick yourself into thinking. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Like, this, like, like, this is my strength. This is my strength. And it's like, yeah, I'm good at it, but it's not, you know, yeah. not game changer. It's not, yeah. the, you know, like... <laughs> No, I found, every time I found myself doing something, because I'm finally at a fucking point where I have a people person in the front of the shop and a computer person in the back of the shop. So, like, I have all this, everything covered. Like, I still need to do the administrative stuff and, like, bills and whatnot. Yeah. But day to day, I don't physically need to be at my storefront, which is, you know, where most people, right, right, it's, like, the dream. But every time I find myself doing something, it is either because I I haven't really assigned this to someone, you know, this isn't actually delegated to anyone and still needs to happen, or... I haven't yet figured out how to put the how to do this on paper. And that's really yeah. what it comes down to most of the time. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now when I was sh- working, when I, oh, sorry to <laughs> no, cut you off, but uh, when I was working in corporate IT, that was the big thing. And like, that's what they were tr- trying to groom me as was the documentation Ooh. guy. Because documentation goes so fucking far oh. when you're running a help desk. Oh, wait, wait a second. So they hired you and they were like, okay, now it's your job to tell to write down everything we tell you and here's, well, here's no, everything? No, I was, so I was just like, I was the new, so I was, um, I was hired fresh out of college, the youngest dude on the IT team, and basically like the company stretched across the U.S. and we had a couple European offices. It was a huge tax firm. Mm-hmm. Um, huge. Anderson Tax. So... Our IT squad was maybe 15 guys, maybe. And there was like three or four guys in New York. There was a couple guys in Cali. And we're all spread out. I'm the only guy in Boston. And I'm I'm basically like brand new to IT at this point. I've only fucked around on on my own computer. Yeah. And um, so I, I get the job and essentially it's like crash course. And I'm just learning everything. I'm learning how to take care of an entire office, like work. Like, I didn't have to do much switch work or anything like that because it's all remote. But as far as any hardware changes in the switch room, um, setting up new lines, all that new shit. But anyways, um, I say that to say, like, when I was already, like, comfortable and I had the office running, like, smooth, I could do anything that they asked me. Like, anything coming to Boston, I'll handle it. Um, That was their stress was, like, yo, documentation, 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 like... If it could, if if this saves us even a half hour a day, where somebody hits us with a ticket saying, "Yo, X, Y, and Z," and you can just send them a document that says, "Do this," yeah, and it's a shirt sure work, yeah, and if it doesn't work, copywriting and shouldn't be a technician's job. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep, yep. So like, it was, it was, it was that, but it was understanding that um, how important that is and how far that goes is having, you know, like having having documentation or writing it down, like. This is how the shit is done. You know? So, so that's why, like you know, an MSP, managed service provider, which is like you know, I'm break fix. You know, we're we're geek squad, but local business. Someone crack screen, viruses, whatever, drop off a computer, pick it up five days later, fixed. Yeah. Um, managed services is the next level up. They essentially, you know, you pay them a hundred bucks a month per computer in your building, and they keep everything running fine. You know, they have a program that says, hey, your hard drive is going to die in a few months. We're we're going to swap it out ahead of time. Here, we mail you a computer. You mail the other one back, or or whatever. Um, you know, they'll remotely fix everything, and then they usually have one person local who does all that. Yep. And, uh, yeah, but, but that's the thing, is that's for managed service providers are essentially like you outsource your entire LT company. Instead yeah. of having 15 people, they, you know, you hire a firm that has yeah. 50 people, and you're paying them half of your, your former IT budget. And the downside is, like, now everything's done externally. 
Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they won't work all the same systems. Anyways, where, where I'm going with this is the way MSPs handle this, that's why, you know, MSPs have the same fucking book they use with everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the same, oh, you can't get into your Office 365 email? Copy, paste, send. Yeah. Or not even copy, paste, send. It's like automatic, you know, oh, we have a ticket that says Office 365 in this part of the thing and password in this part of the thing. Let's send them a reset thing automatically yeah. and escalate it to someone later today if they they don't mark it as resolved. Mm-hmm. It, it's everything's automatic, everything's documented. I mean, like that's what I'm trying to implement now, but it's also it, it, it's not my employees. Like I'm I'm brainstorming with my employees, but it's not their job to to send it to everyone. It's my job to put in a button so that when my technician scans a drive and the hard drive comes back with bad sectors, he doesn't have to type hard drive bad sectors. He types. He just clicks drive had bad sectors yeah. and then it t- and then it prints out into the customer note your drive has bad sectors hard drives are technically small record players so this can happen for a litany blah 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 we recommend upgrading to a solid state drive I don't know anyways yeah the automated <laughs> yeah response yeah, yeah, that yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that makes yeah that makes but, but it's not my employee's job to say it and it's sure as fuck not yours as a technician to document that level yeah all that exactly <laughs> but, but, but that is something that makes a lot of sense to have documented it's just I don't know. It, that that's that's something that an IT firm should have in place. It's not the technician's job to create those. Ever. Yep. 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 But that's the other thing is it seems like you're always you know because you're paid to be there they they think they can give you anything that's overlapping. Yes, and that was my struggle. Was out. It was my first salary job. You know, I was making like forty band, like forty k or forty two k. Nice. And I thought you know I thought I was kicking ass. It was like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Um, so like you know, I, I, I thought I was moving to Berlin. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, that was my second yeah. year in business. So you made more that year than I did here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, you know, and, and I just ate it because it also, like I said, was my first business, like my first job, my first real corporate job. Um, so I'm like just doing what the fuck ever, like, and I learned a lot. And that's like as as much as I say I would never go back to corporate. That's the only dude I would ever work for again was my my managing director for the IT squad, which was like, he was just like mad chill. He still hits up my Facebook to this day because like he just believed in me. And that's really yeah. what it was. That we had a phone call interview. I told my story and he was just like, yo, we got to bring this guy in. Like we got to meet him face to face. And um, I just sold myself really well. Yeah. And I just clicked with everybody. And like as much, as crazy as it is, as the, as the corporate world is, like I would work for that dude just because he gets it. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'll yeah, like, but you really need a place that recognizes and accepts you for you. Exactly. Yep. Like that's really what more what I was missing because I was the only guy in Boston. Like my boss was in New York, and then my like manager was in Virginia. So yeah. I'm real. I'm literally the only IT guy in Boston. Everybody else is like tax professionals or legal or. Um, HR or fucking marketing, like, because yeah. this yep. is a massive, massive firm. So it's like, I'm, I, I'm, just, I, I'm moving groove with anybody, and I'm cool with everybody because I'm fixing everybody's shit. Yeah, you're, yeah, everyone you can't talk to them about certain things exactly. because they're not, because yeah. they're not even speaking your language. Exactly. Yeah, but but everyone still wants to be your friend because you're, they know that you, they depend on you. Yeah, and and but the flip side of that also is I'm also a Hispanic kid from Worcester and this is the financial district of Boston and a lot of these people are from fucking I've never even heard of these towns or places or things you know what I'm saying it's like half these dudes are like going on yacht trips on the weekends and shit and I'm like 
I'd like or tell yeah. you like, yo, I just went down to like the boardwalk, this and that. Like, I'm like, yo, I never even like right. never been in Boston. Like, I've never hung out in Boston. You tell me you just got work. the greatest crabs in the world. Like, I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't. Yeah. I, like there was a, there wasn't much to relate to, you know, as, as I guess what I'm saying. Yep. Um, but still, there was you know people to be cool with. But that's I guess that's corporate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what it is when you're, cause it's it's literally like you're going into, what like a cookie cutter factory where it's like. You just see a bunch of the same people saying the same shit in the same fucking clothes, talking the same way, and it's like, damn, if I would have stayed there, would I have become that? You know what I'm saying? Because I could see myself... Well, you'd have to. Yeah. yeah no, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, I started dressing different. You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing fucking yeah. Sperry's. I'm wearing... Uh, you know what I'm well, saying? that was the time, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, a, that was an era. That was definitely that was, an era. That was, that was, that was definitely era. I was wearing Sperry's, too, but I... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm wearing all this shit, and then, like... Pretty sure I was in toe shoes in 2013. You know, <laughs> jewelry and tattoos weren't necessarily like I couldn't do that in the office because yeah. I mean, there's these these are multimillionaires, sometimes like almost billionaires that are coming into our tax office. Like this is like yeah. heavy shit. So I get it. Like if I'm walking into the meeting to fix the projector, they don't want they don't want some hoodlum, you know what I mean, or they don't want some guy that's looking scruffy. So I get that, but um, but yes, yeah, it was more. I was young too. I was. I wasn't necessarily fully developed or mature yet. So I wasn't like. Yeah. I didn't have the the mindset of, you know, just be yourself. Yeah. And like the rest will be fine. Um, yeah, that is such a. It's such a weird thing that it's like so simple and everybody says it all the time. Like be yeah. yourself, and yeah. it's like, but you always think, but there's a better way to get it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because myself isn't the most efficient. There has to be a better way. And they're yeah. like, no, that's it. And that's like, all you gotta do. You know, like this old dude was like, I, I was telling them, oh, I don't know how to sell. Like, I was like, I could talk to anybody, but if I have to sell you on something, I'm like, I, I don't want to pressure uh, you. I don't want to be a car salesman. Exactly. Right? You know what I, mean? like, like, he, I just don't want to be that guy. And he's like, nah, but you got up and talked to me. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't sell you anything. He's like, but you could have. <laughs> I, I think it's really just having those all those conversations, but but also, I mean, the real trick is having those conversations when you're behind a counter with a cash register. Like that's which is why you're great at you know um, vending, like you know events, yeah, like because like, that's exactly what it is. You know, these people are talking to you. They you're building rapport. They like you. They want to support you. You're that. It's really and I have a vending. Yeah. I mean, I have a not a vending. I, cash register right in front of them, yeah. essentially. Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got cash out. You know, yeah. you just, you're just making thing. it easy it. for people to support you right in that moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, how long ago did Made in America start? Like, and what was your first item? Like, what was your first thing? What did you... Um, started... The first t-shirt... Our first... Now, the first thing I made was a hoodie, but I made a sweatsuit. Um, and, yeah, I was at my grandma's house in New York. I brought my laptop with me, and I was just messing around on Photoshop. Yeah. And then I made the first logo. I thought that was sweet. And then I just kind of ran with that. Actually, I say that's the first logo, but, like, it took forever for me to have a second logo. Like, that was, <laughs> like, that was, that was just the logo. For, <laughs> <laughs> like, a good decade. For, like, a good decade, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it was, I started... 2015 December or, or November somewhere around there. Yeah, you know, November December 2015. So it's like seven years. Um, December. Yeah. Hey, you know. I mean that's no. I, so today is actually the 10 year. I posted. It came up on my memories and I shared it literally 10 years ago from uh, today. Um, the logo for my business. I um, 
And, and low wheels are one of those things. Like once you find the right one, you can sort of stick with it. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you end up coming up with yours? Like, what was the inspiration there? Yeah. No. I, yeah. I thought it was the joke. It was funny to me. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. yeah the, like the, I just. I the oh, right, right, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah. Oh, sorry. It was that one. Okay. Okay. So yeah. that was your first one. Yeah. So that was just Perfect. the first thing. You know, because it was it was just funny. Got it. Like. Uh, I mean, it was succinct. It, it communicates your message clearly. Yeah. You know, and I just, yeah, it was just ironic. I thought it was super ironic. Yeah. And I thought it stood out. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could wear that. Like, that was yeah. really, because I, I was just, that was my main thing. Would I wear this? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'd wear this. Uh-huh. And, I, and then I just kept running with that for the longest time. I mean, I think that's the thing that fashion designers do well. Like, they, like I think that's the only real actual catch of good fashion designers and probably also good artists is they say, is this great? See, they, they, in their, in whatever they tell themselves happens to be agreed with by many people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, no, for sure. I think the thing that made me get into clothes originally, though, one was because, like, well, I've always been, I've always liked to buy clothes. That was like, a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I would always go to the mall with my friends before we went to parties and I'd tell them what to buy, you know, because they'd be like, yeah, my, like, yeah, like, yeah, you should wear this. this yeah, you have a sense of style. And, yeah, and I'm like, so I wanted to, I wanted something to go with that. Yeah. And clothes just kind of, and, and I'm like, I YouTubed how to do it, and it was such a simple process that I was like, man. I could do that. I could do this, you know? And then, but that's where I got a little too caught up in I could do this versus like, I could find somebody to do this and uh-huh. do something yep. else, you uh-huh. know? And just, yep. you know, find them to do it cheaper too. But like, you know, you just, yeah. it is with this. But yeah, no, that's kind of where it all started. The funny idea, YouTube videos. Um, got a heat press off of Craigslist. So, t- Craigslist. so tell me about that. So you, you use a heat press off of Craigslist? Did you do any research into the brand or did you nope. just buy what you could find? I found what I, I bought what I could find. Man. <laughs> awesome. I Craigslist and my boy, actually I didn't even look for it. I was with my boy Jay Clark. Shout out to Jake. And he um he was just like, oh what, we need a heat press? I said, yeah. He was like, oh I found one with a half press, 200 bucks. I said, here you go. And the 200 bucks came back with a half press and a heat press. And we, and we just started. Like, that Fire. Was, Fantastic. Yeah, that was about it. Uh, I bought an uh, inkjet printer from Staples. We're in business, you know. What I, mean? <laughs> I really think that that part, like the fact that you guys just fucking did it, is like the part that so many people don't get past. Like, how many people have similar concepts to what you had right before that, and then had the "we need this," but you were like, "Whatever, I've got three hundred dollars. I will start with what I can get for three hundred fucking dollars." No, yeah. seriously. When, when I like, like when I when I moved in here, I uh, I think I paid like three hundred dollars for all of the. Yeah, holy crap! So I I, I had a uh, like four di- two like a display case. All of it was secondhand from the Midtown Mall. Yep, fire, uh, fire. And this yeah, was ten years ago, so like you can imagine the shit that was there. <laughs> um, but but it was it all worked. It you know it did the job, and I upgraded as soon as I could afford to. But like it was, I don't know. It, 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 good on you for actually fucking just doing it. And I don't know. Yeah, y- you can get cheap tools and get off the fucking ground. Yeah, and you can actually get pretty fucking far. Like, like it, it, it surprised me how far my clothes could get. You know, and that was kind of the one thing I liked about clothing because it was like it could go so much further than me. Like I was seeing my shit in different countries, and I'm like, how the fuck did it get over there? Yeah. You know what I, mean? Like, I, I mean, you know, you mail it out, so you know how it gets there. But, but you're it's like, still awesome. But yeah. it's still awesome that they're even aware of the shit, and yeah. you know what I mean, more aware of the shit. Um, yeah, and you're right. It doesn't take a lot to start at all. It just 
It yeah, takes... but but if you but if you but but that's the thing is I I want to talk to you about the process of picking like it doesn't take much to start financially if you're willing to go that route. Yeah. If, but most people are like I want to start with the right hardware so I can offer the right quality product and I should offer this stream of things and they never get off the ground because they don't get past googling different model numbers. Yeah. Mm. Like like I was gonna ask like what your process to find the right hardware was was one of the things I was wondering. Because, like, you know, signage and printing is one of those, like... Because it, 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 it makes sense just because there's so much... I don't know. Because you buy the hardware once and then you, you, you just press the thing a bunch. And I understand yeah. there's a lot more to it than that. But that... Yeah. But it sounds like you, you know, just yeah, got no, what it you was could. not that It was not that complicated of a thing to me. It, I mean, because before that, man, I was all about the music business, right? Like, I was like all about, like, okay, cool, we got to get in some way. Like, I was like, I thought that was the thing, you know? Yeah. I was working with my boy Mark, I was working with my boy Corey, I was working with my boy Miguel, I was working with 50 people who all were really trying to get into the music. That's how me and Dane met. He was doing the music, um, and Tony was managing it back in the day. He and Dre and, and Leon, you were a group. Yep. yep and, yep. Um, yeah, so, like, but it was like, that was, like, my thing. But at that time, the only thing I had was vision, which is actually still my main thing anyway. But, like, yeah. at that <laughs> moment in time, I, you know, I was like, oh, shit, that's not enough. So I just decided to do this other, like I decided yeah. to pick up clothes and use that as my vessel. But it's still, I'm still just trying to get the same story out. I, I yeah. feel like getting that that second, like the the what complements your business that you're, you know, the same people want is really hard to find. Like a. Uh, I don't know, Z Ziggy Bombs, I'm sure we've all been paying attention to them. Yeah. Uh, they, they now do, uh, there's Ziggy Pop, they do soda. Yeah. And yeah. like, from a business standpoint, that makes so much goddamn fucking sense. It makes yeah. all the sense in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's brilliant. And, and like, <laughs> yeah, but, nice. but like, how many actual, but like, there's gotta be a, you know, Ziggy Bomb, there's gotta be a Ziggy Pop to your to Ziggy Bomb equivalent here. Like, what, what goes well, there's gotta be something else that you can do. That you know doesn't replace it. It just and it sounds like it's what you're doing with the. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be consulting yet, but the the schools. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna uh, be yeah I don't know great. exactly how. Yeah, I don't know exactly how I'm wording it so much either. You yeah, know, to get around these licenses and things. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, though, however I gotta word it, that's yeah. Essentially, I'm going in there advising them that what they have is not the best and I'm going to show them how to get some cooler stuff, you know, without insulting what they have because what they have works, clearly. Yeah. You know, it's just you also have kids and kids like cool new stuff. You know, yeah. I feel like they're part of something hot. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. You're not selling new mascots and branding. You're selling that hip factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the problem is you can't say that. Yes, exactly, you know, because they're like, I don't get that. And you're like, how don't you get it? Like, <laughs> uh, I recently went through my business with a branding person, and one of the phrases we came up with uh, is a technical peace of mind, because that is essentially what I am selling. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like that. I do. Technical like peace of mind. Uh, but, but it's like, Technically. You know, when you keep it in mind, yeah, <laughs> but when you, when you keep it in mind, you know, you I can then design the rest of my services accordingly or whatever like yeah. that's that's the whole so in other words like i have found like you mentioned mentors earlier uh, outsourcing some of this thought process to people who have done it a lot more than us is one of the better things i've done in life like, yeah 
you just they ask questions that you're not thinking about yeah. you know and that's the good part it's like because it's also great getting around people who are your own age who you can ask questions to who are on similar things yes. too um, which is hard to find yeah, which is hard to find. That's what it really boils down to. There's so few of us, and then we're all so busy doing our right. thing that it's like like the time to actually get up and just hash it out, like just talk about life. Yeah. It just doesn't happen as often as you would want it to. You know yep. what I mean? So. Yep. Yep. Now, if it wasn't for this, I would probably see Danny maybe like once every, you know, three or four months. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. yeah, you know, but now, because like, this is a beautiful thing to be able to just sit here and like and, and talk about similar you know, story because this is like a lonely thing. It's a fucking. It's a. You, you you do it, or at least I got into it to like, to like to support my family and to like look out for my homies and like you know like and like be have fun like be like be yeah. around you know what I mean like and then and then at point you're like whoa this is such a lonely road that like I didn't even that wasn't the yeah that, that was that, that wasn't part of the plan that wasn't part of the plan you know but yep. you need to go through it in order to like actually get to your bigger vision it's just it's just an uncomfortable thing like you were talking about going through that you know getting comfortable in that little uncomfortable but like also when once you've reached a roof it's you know you have to realize it that first time because like you know no matter how many times people told you that you were going to reach a roof you never believed them <laughs> yeah, yeah at least no. that was for me oh for sure yeah yeah <laughs> no you're totally right yeah 100 yeah huh. you just assume you couldn't yeah, like my willpower will break this. Like whatever is whatever is in front of me, I will just will this out of the way. And <laughs> yeah. I realize like, like there's a, you got to do something else. Like yeah. I hear you, and I mean that will is great, and don't let it go out. But like you know, yeah. just yep. just get some advice or get you know take. <laughs> yeah, it take doesn't a, always work <laughs> like that. You know, and not everything's fairy tale. <laughs> not everything is just yeah, just yeah, fairy tale. Or works out beautifully. You have to. Take a step back, take some advice, listen, learn, you know, assess. Yep. But it's, but when you're in it, it's just tough to do that, dude. You know, it's like. Yeah. It's so hard to do it for a minute, and there's there's not really many ways around that. <laughs> like, you know, you can, t- you can give yourself some mental space, take a vacation, but like, I don't know. Figuring out a situation from in that situation always uh, never goes as well, it feels. No. But, you know, when you're winging it, you never really have to worry about that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you're just saying, hey, what's the worst that could happen? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Yeah, that's really sort of the attitude that, uh, I mean, even prompted this broadcast. Exactly, literally. <laughs> it's like, hey, I mean, fuck it. What, what, what else is going to happen? There's a, a term I know called uh, fear setting, which is essentially, you, it's, it's more deliberate process for answering the question of what could possibly go wrong. Yeah. Where, you know, you list out, like, okay. This could what, go Yeah, what <laughs> am I afraid of? Why wouldn't I do this? You know, am I afraid of failure? What does that look like? And yeah. then once you know what that looks like, you, you get to be like, oh, well, actually, that's not that bad. I can actually do this. Like, you know, most people's fail, you know, what's the, what, their fear is, I'm going to be homeless and I can't pay the bills. And then they, they think about that, and they're like, okay, but, like, if I succeed this much, like, 10% of what I'm aiming for, I'll actually be able to cover my bills. And I might not be able to... And, like, you, you know, you actually yeah. look at all the, the the full picture and consider all the actions and uh, the options and variables. And you realize it's not so terrifying? Yeah. Like, once you once you break it down? Yeah. 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 I can see yeah. that, for sure. I don't know how often I actually took that approach. Like, I don't know if I ever, like, wrote, wrote it out. But I mean, I, but I wholeheartedly see that. That makes so much sense. I, I literally, what could possibly go wrong is tattooed on my wrist, and sometimes it helps. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. 
<laughs> Sometimes it's like, shit, it went wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm currently facing tagging charges, and the end of the police report is, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do it again, is the, for me, me saying it to the cop. And, um, and I'm thinking to myself, as I consider whether I'm going to try and fight this myself or pay the thousand bucks to have a, a lawyer do it, I'm like, no, you know what? This is exactly, like, that thousand dollars is the price for not closing my fucking goddamn mouth. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, you got, you're like, you know what, I should just pay that. Okay. Right. Fuck it, because I said what I wanted to say, I got it off the chest, so now I gotta, yeah, gotta, gotta eat, eat that. that. Yeah. You gotta eat that. When, when it left to the voicemail, it was, uh, and unfortunately, the, the police report's a doozy because uh, I was, well, I am an arrogant idiot. <laughs> but, but, but either way, yeah, yeah, sometimes I don't ask it when I really, 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 really. So don't. you tag, like, art? No, oh, oh, oh god no. <laughs> no, no. I wish. Uh no. Um this is not this is not um uh spray painted as yeah. a sticker. That was in question allegedly. Uh, was, allegedly. Was, uh, so um yeah. th- there were over my old storefront uh, over fuck, we didn't even do with the signage. Uh shit, we did. Okay. Long story significantly much shorter. There's uh I I left my old storefront and uh bunch of signs. My, my, my landlord, before I left, I put up large vinyl, we moved signs. And my landlord removed those after I left faster than she had ever fucking fixed anything in the building. <laughs> so uh, I started zip-tying uh, these, um, we've moved signs to the gate on the front. Alleged. Uh, no, I did zip-tie it. And then I, <laughs> and then I did tape it, because tape is also not fucking tagging. But yeah, then, yeah, after yeah. the tape ones got removed, I allegedly put up ones that were full page eight and a half by eleven stickers. Uh, <laughs> uh, allegedly. Allegedly. And yeah. after about a week, uh, and so they wrote on this things like uh, "no pay rent" and "out of business," and they crudely changed the arrows. I, I had written .3 miles with an arrow and said, "We now have parking," and they scribbled things out and like cut out the whatever and. Eventually, they were calling the police, and Jeez, well, I mean, th- this was uh, uh, by the time the police were there. According to let me rephrase, according to the police report, there were approximately eight of these things on the window at that point. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, like the, I, I, I most I, what I, I guess what I allegedly should have done is put signs over other signs, but like once signs were scribbled <laughs> over, but yeah. I kind of figured that it, you know I, I conceptually allegedly thought a collage would be cool. <laughs> Um, anyways, I was going, I mean, like, also, more importantly, the zip ties on the gate, like, I was really looking forward to it, because, like, every time she ripped down one of those signs, like, she left up the zip ties. So, like, there was this, it was kind of, like, picturesque of, like, the, 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 the iron bars with the zip ties on rails. <laughs> anyways, no, it's not graffiti, it's fucking stickers. Yeah, well, she gotta prove that. <laughs> <laughs> well, un- unfortunately, yeah. at this point now, the Worcester Police Department, so, so, so the good news is she doesn't have to prove it, I mean... It's not about, uh, we're, we're, we're at a, a level where it's essentially the clerk has to determine if there is sufficient evidence of a crime being committed. And so our hope is that, one, this is a civil thing, and two, I, I just got pulled back for window cleaning with pictures, I took pictures ahead of time. So I have, uh, win- I got quotes, and the short version is, this is either $25 if I went with a pro window cleaning out of Grafton, which obviously I would, mm. or 100 bucks with, a, there was like Clean Bee window cleaning or whatever. I, I got a few quotes, and the damage here is under like 100 bucks. Yeah. So I, I sent her a letter saying, hey, blah, blah, blah about this. Can I pay you? If you send me a bill, I'll pay for it. And I'm going to have that argument, and 
the fact that it's such fucking low damage. And also, uh, the police report uh, says David Gendler, which hasn't been my name for about nine years. <laughs> um, there you go. So, yeah, right, yeah. You're like, so, okay. <laughs> right, not me. Yeah, so I, I, I can't be like, it isn't me, because that did used to be me, and they specifically outlined it in the police report, like, when we did a search of this person, it came up with this phone number, and I'm like, I don't... I, I actually didn't have that phone number ever as David Gendler, but you guys might have it associated in that record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, long story. I already said that, but yeah. That was that. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. No, not graffiti. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm not that great with art either. I mean, I fuck around on Photoshop, but I'm not like yeah, a fucking, you know. That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm not, I'm not so long. I mean, there's so many things. I once made the mistake of saying around someone who loved Photoshop. I was like, uh, have you guys heard of GIMP? It's a yeah. graphical image. Cool. So, uh, for, for listeners who aren't, GIMP is an open-source free alternative to Photoshop. And I made the mistake of saying around someone who loves Photoshop that GIMP does almost all the same things. And he says, I've been using Photoshop for 20 years, and I don't think I've done everything Photoshop can do. And he's probably <laughs> fucking right. Because, yeah, like, yeah. there are so many goddamn different little tweaks and options, and, like... It's absurd. It, it, it's amazing that, like, you know, this program we can use to, like, crop and make memes with... Yeah. is also, like, a fucking, like, you know, professional photographers can use this to make millions of dollars, you know, yeah. throughout yeah. their life. Facts. Yeah, it is. It's bananas, actually. When you think about, like... It's absurd. Honestly, almost every little program or app or whatever, it's like, the fact that there's so many people making a living off of each one of these things... Yeah. It's kind of bananas, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, because where could that happen before? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, like... Centuries ago, there was like one person who made, for example, like chainmail at any in, mm-hmm. in the, the fucking village, and you know they learned from the last person who made chainmail in that village. And uh, these days, you can go on fucking YouTube and learn how to make chainmail. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Thanks. And that's where it's like, and then you could, and then you could sell the process on YouTube. Like you could, yeah. you could fucking yeah. learn it, and then be like, you know what, I'm gonna tell them. Yep. <laughs> masterclass. Yep. Now I'm yep. over to the masterclass. I did it for a week. <laughs> yep. It's like that's such a. It's, it's it was fascinating time. watching. So, so in the one of the things about hypnosis is you need a lot of well, you don't need a lot of rapport, but your the goal is to have a bunch of rapport, and then you yeah. can just do it. And th- this is you know one of the ways you get rapport is by making yourself. Uh, you, you know, you can have immediately more rapport by having essentially a reputation. You know, if people know about you. So, for example, if you're, you know, stage hypnotists will make sure they are always introduced. Mm-hmm. They're never, like, they'll never walk up on the stage themselves. They're introduced by someone hosting the thing. And that's, you know, a round of applause or whatever to, you know, the effect. Anyways, it's fascinating watching hypnotists, you know, talk about this concept. And uh, because... Part of this means, you know, like, they would tag each other in social media because it wasn't just about clout. They were legitimately more effective as hypnotists. Or, for example, here's a better way of phrasing it. A, prof- a well-known hypnotist once told me to mention that I had mentioned that I'd taken a class with him because it would make people more susceptible. And that's fucking true. It does. The fact that people are like, oh, yeah, you've had this class with this well-known guy. Yeah. That makes me... Right. So, so, so it, it, but the fascinating is how fucking meta it is to hear people talking about this concept and then employing it as an advertising tactic. Like, just watching this happen in these same fucking circles. So, like, because, of course... You know, that's the thing is, you know, you mentioned eventually teaching. I, I, I said to a, it was, that's the other thing. No one fucking thinks about this. The life cycle of their career. I, I, I talked to someone who was getting into um, uh, motivational speaking, yeah. which is a really big, great thing. But essentially his, 
you know, target audiences is, you know, business groups and hotels. And he was leaving our networking group. A really good, uh, this was Business Networking International, BNI. Are you familiar? No. Uh, it's a mix of a cult, a kindergarten thing, and a networking group, but it makes everyone involved a fuck ton of money, and I think every small business owner should go for about three years. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. but BNI? BNI. Business Networking International. All right. I think so everyone, everyone should essentially join one, but it's also totally a cult. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so keep that in mind. I mean, like, but, but, but it's a cult where if you actually, you, it, it's extremely educational, and it's where I got a lot of my understanding of networking, which is actually a really, really useful, like, like, you, you know, some of the education is, it, it is realistically a framework for building rapport and getting to know, you know, about 30 select individuals. Mm. And if actually, everyone involved is actually good quality, it goes really well. Um, not all the groups have the right vetting process, not, and it also is, you know, about 70%. The, the, the problem is, you know, they have to say we are the best as a culture part for it to be, you know, they all have to identify as the best. It creates a little bit of a competitive, oh, right, they're single seat. You know, so if I was in there, uh, there couldn't be another computer repair person. If an IT person wants to come in, I have to give the approval that we don't overlap. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if there's a roofer there who also does siding, there can't be a siding person there. Or if there's now a flooring and siding person, that flooring person can join, but isn't then allowed to talk about siding while that other person's still in the group. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense sometimes. Like, there can be a commercial realtor and a residential realtor. Um, and, you know, then these people obviously, naturally, can give each other a fuck ton of business. But, anyways... Be nice. Sorry. Whole separate thing. Really <laughs> entirely separate concept. You asked a little bit, I guess. I no, no. Really well, know. I mean, it sounds like something that they do in the chamber. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the Chamber of Commerce has, um, what is it called? They have an exact... It's, yeah, like it's, groups. They have, they, well, they, so they have, they have... That's the other thing. So the chamber has one like that. I don't mm -hmm. remember what it's fucking called, but they have an... It's the exact same concept. It's single C and... There's a lot of knockoff BNIs. Chamber one isn't. It's a chamber-hosted BNI equivalent. Whatever. Yeah. But then there's other groups that are essentially usually created by a realtor who didn't want to pay BNI fees, and, or who couldn't find a local <laughs> BNI. <laughs> no, or created or couldn't find a local BNI that accepted real that that had an open realtor spot. Like that's yeah. the other thing. It's usually created by these people, and then it's about. 30 people who uh, who want to either not have to pay 700 bucks a year or not have to show up someplace 7 a.m. once a week. You know, want the flexibility of no-showing more often. And these groups are, as you would expect, naturally a little less reliable, a less consistent. You, you get a lower quality person here. You get yeah. so, so it's fascinating to realize by these groups the value of the cult EV and I. You know, the fact that you're paying 700 bucks a year to be there means that you're going to fucking pay attention. The fact that you have to be there at 7 a.m. most, uh, you know, most weeks of the year means that you're going to prioritize it. You have to. You naturally do. Um, yeah. but, but those groups end up being shit eventually and, and more social coffee circles. Um, you know, there's, there's some companies that are great in them that last a long while because they, you know, the, the owner keeps coming to the... They hold that seat. But other times they just eventually, like, put their admin in and that sucks because the admin is not in the social circles or the network or like you know when I left BNI it was because I'm no longer in front of customers I'm not referring the roofer in my group I'm not like my goal is to not be in front of customers at fucking all yeah. I'm not going to refer any of you guys why should you guys be referring to me it really only works if everyone actually puts in as much all around as they should uh, but that's what I'm saying is it's you know 70% giving each other business 10% woohoo we're great and 20% okay let's grow the group and that 20% is what makes it fucking cool mm. okay that's where it's going yeah 
But it, it, it ends up working, so. Anyways, uh, we were talking about how everyone should join. Where were we right before that? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. We uh, got, I was I'm like, so sorry yeah, at this point. Good. Derailed. Uh, I have no idea. Shit. Um, was, but, but it was fucking relevant. We were no, talking we're, about BNI's networking. Ah, uh, shit. Booty blasting. What? No. Um, <laughs> have you guys watched BoJack Horseman? Yes. Yeah. yeah Dude, great I just show. finished it. Uh, oh my Wait, god. Wait, hold on, but I didn't I didn't watch the most recent season. I, 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 oh. I, somewhere around season two. Uh spoiler alert for anyone who's watching, it is not a good Netflix and chill show. No, no, no. Oh no, 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 no. not at all. But it's a it's a good show. It's, it's like, hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious yeah. and it's like unexpectedly deep. Like it's six seasons long. <laughs> uh finished to my knowledge. But it like it's a roller coaster of fucking emotion. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hilarious because like half the people are animals and like they play on that. You know what I mean? Like they're fucking animals. It's just crazy, bro. I I, I just brought that up because I just recently finished it and it's like I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. The last you know season I, mean? I watched, I think I cried. So I don't know that for a fact, but I know that it was like mad sad. Like yeah. like it ended and I was like, damn, Bojack, like yeah. you really going through it, man. Like you know? <laughs> Cause he be going through it, and it's like, bro. But we're we're over here feeling pity for a fucking horse, I know. a cartoon horse. I was <laughs> I was just trying to be stoned and have a good time, and yeah. then like therapy in the middle of it. Like, like I, I, I was I was trying to literally relax and watch cartoons, not like yeah, yeah. you know, like question everything. It's right, like, oh, existential dread here, a yeah. little bit of like addressing some insecurities there. Yep, yep, yeah. Dude, that yeah. show is deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you got, I mean, if you want something to watch, check it out, man. Netflix. You know? Definitely. Uh, yeah, there's some, there's some good shit out right now. What are you guys watching right now? Besides that. Besides that, where was I on right before that? Um, you seen Legacy? With the Legacy. it's on Hulu. With the Lakers, they should have. Oh, the, the Lakers documentary? Yeah. No, I heard it's amazing. No, it's amazing. I fucking I love it. I don't know. Just it's just it's a feel good. Film. It's just explaining. It's about the the sports team, the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. it's explaining how uh, Doctor Bus bought the Lakers and how he had like, and he bought a whole bunch of other sports teams, and they had plans to give it to his kids because he was like, "This is gonna be our legacy." Like he wasn't around while when they were kids. Wow. Okay. Uh, so like, do more, you know what I mean? He yeah. Had to do more as they were adults. But it was it's just a fire fucking documentary. You should check it out. Sorry. Definitely check it out, man. So, Shit. I, I've been uh, rewatching Archer. Oh, um, okay, okay. Just got back to season, uh, end of season ten, and it's fr- frankly it's one of those shows that like it's a little amazing it stayed anywhere close to decent for as long as it did. Like it got really fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I'm still disappointed they didn't keep the ISIS joke running. It could have been a whole no, 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 not that ISIS for the next six seasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, we finished Archer, so we've been watching uh, She-Hulk. Which is oh, fucking yeah, phenomenal. The new, oh, the I new love Marvel She-Hulk. show. Yeah, I love She-Hulk. I haven't peeped it yet. Yeah, it's good. Fire. Yeah, it's it's great. Shit. And uh, and Miss Marvel. Um, yes. Which uh, we're pretty much watching because uh, you know there's not another She-Hulk for another four days. Oh, okay, okay, we're um, yeah, Miss Marvel's pretty good. It, it's really fun. But but what I'm realizing, have you watched any of the Marvel TV shows? All of them. Uh, okay. We're like one episode into Miss Marvel. Good. I haven't seen She-Hulk. Okay, so, so, like, you know how, like, especially, like, we can use Peacemaker as such a great example of, like, them expressing toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm realizing, like, Disney is actually doing a semi-decent job, it seems, of addressing a lot of actually large fucking issues. You know, not just with, like, I mean, then there's also things like Encanto. I guess this, but, but anyways, what I'm trying to say is, there, you know, in the Marvel... 
But but it's none of the actual cinematic things. It's always on their fucking TV shows. On the TV shows, exactly. And that essentially means that they're making their like progressiveness a Disney Plus exclusive. Yeah. Mm. And that was just something I, I, I realized kind of the other day. Because huh. like it, it, it's like you know like this because yeah, it's the Marvel. Totally right. Yeah. No, it's not like any of the box office Avengers. I mean, like it's not bad. They're they're getting a little better, but but like it's they're not actually talking about any of the shit they're addressing, really deeply in a lot of the, the, the like. I think they tried a little bit with the um, with the ten rings with Chun Li and oh, I mean, Chet, yeah. you know, they tried a little bit. Yeah, like, but I hear it. But I don't know if they have enough time because you got to think these are hour long. You know what I mean? Like yeah. or, or like forty five minute. Episodes, episodes yeah. so they, they got like seven of them, eight of them. You know what I mean? I mean, these movies are usually like, you know, two hours, maybe. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. But yeah. but I don't even know if they tried to. I don't even think. They yeah. Did. I, don't, I don't think that they. I think that's probably one of the only ones that they even actually tried to give a little bit of like real backstory and like teach lessons. About, like, It'll be interesting to see if they address it in the movies with the new Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's their opportunity too. They've set themselves up for it. That you know, their fans will not be surprised. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 I heard um, or I saw a meme or something of of the She-Hulk and the Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like frame. It was a freeze frame, and uh, the caption was just like, "Marvel, Marvel, literally made She-Hulk just to point out like." pissy Marvel fanboys and it's amazing. Oh my god, yeah. And yep. I have a feeling I know, I already know, like, I already know. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I've like, been seeing a bunch of memes about it. Like, I haven't, thankfully, haven't seen it out in the wild yet. None of my Facebook friends have been upset about, about She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> it because she talks to the camera. Yeah, well, you know, that's I fun. like anything that, like, you know, like, I like that, that, uh, Breaks Deadpool. Like, yeah. Like, that fourth wall. Like, I like you knowing yeah. yeah, we're watching it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking, that's entertaining. That's and, and she does it well. It's not all the time, but yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a decent little balance. Yeah, it's I'm not, it's it not too much. Yeah, it's not yeah. too much, but it's cool, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they do a good job with it. Yeah. Dope. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Uh, it's a pity DC. It's funny because like the DC movies but, like, have like, not caught up. I, I'm having a hard time. I, I watch some of them. But I mean, I, I watched the Super Pets one last night, and that was actually really great. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, really? Yeah. I bet that was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a different kind right, of. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But but they got like, that shit really good, which is yeah. kind of funny. Like considering that they can't get the serious shit for like for yeah. shit. Well, the new Batman with oh, Robert Pattinson. Okay. Have is you it seen good? That one? No, I haven't seen it. I, oh. I low key loved it, bro. Yeah. Because it was like, it made me feel like it felt more just like a movie than it did like superhero. Like to it me. was the same joke with the, like, the Joker? Was it the same feel? You watched no. the Joker? No. Oh, but there's oh, a that scene Joker. we gotta watch at the end. Huh? After the episode, there's a scene I gotta show you guys. Well, I guess you. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't um, seen it yet. Well, I haven't seen the Batman. No, I haven't seen it yet. The, um, no, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Joker, yeah. It. Kind of in that aspect where it's like you're more. Joker was a really good movie. No, but movie, I don't know if it yeah. was like he's sticking around. It wasn't. So, yeah, it wasn't like super villain movie. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of how I felt. Batman was like you. You could tell it was still superhero because yeah. he has the Batmobile. He has the suit. Like cool. Mm-hmm. But um, the cinematography of it and the way that they approached the whole thing, it wasn't like, girl, I'm fighting crime in Gotham. It was like, 
almost like a mystery, like L.A. Noir, the video game. But, but that's you know the thing I mean? is, he was like you know, I, I have friends who are far more Batman fans than me, and yeah. they like to emphasize that he is you know He's a detective, the, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's DC Detective Comics. That's how it all started. Really? That's how. Yeah, Batman, DC Detective Comics. Well, not Batman started DC, but that that was the, the, brand, the brand Detective Comics, and Batman was a detective. Huh. Cool. I yeah. didn't know that. That's, yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. But yeah, he was objective, and it's, they, they hold true to that. Yeah. I, I mean, also, it's it's closer to, uh, I don't know if realistic is the right word, but, like, I, I think everything that happened in that movie logistically, like, scientifically could happen. Yeah, it felt, it felt very real. It didn't feel like there was too many, like, stunts. Per se, you know what I'm saying. Well, like, I mean, also like technologically and like you know, superpower wise. Yeah. You know, same thing with like how they, in the Joker, it was a realistic madness. Like yeah. you could, you you could not just relate. Like you know that there are people out here who have had similar experiences to what they're depicting. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It might not have got that far because they got stopped before it went there or something. I'm but it was really, like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like you know the bad guy in the Batman movie was essentially a QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, it was Mr. a bunch man. of bu- bu- bunch of you know internet men with assault with with uh, hunting rifles. Yeah, actually. So so like it's real. Honestly, though, the Batman was a little like on point. It was dope. It was dope. I really, really, really enjoyed it. But, like, like there, it's culturally relevant, and you know, what I'm really looking forward to is like in 20 years rewatching these movies, like Joker yeah. and. Yeah, uh, I use a, a video streaming service sometimes called Video Land, and it puts these little witty things uh, in front on the background in between shows. And it put the Joker one with a movie that'll make you say, "Wow, what a great movie! I never want to watch that again." And holy <laughs> shit, it was accurate. <laughs> like, every, every time I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure." Yeah, because you're like, "Oh, that's, that was fucked. That yeah. was good. Yeah, that was fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah." But like, give it, give it a few decades, and I'm sure it'll be in you know Come historical contrast. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like right now, that feels like yeah, that hits a little close to home. Yep. But I can. See, I mean, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what it's all going to play out to be. Because I never could imagine. The Marvel Universe being what it was, at, like when I watched Iron Man one, like when yes. I shot first, oh my god, yeah. I could have never imagined this. So I'm like, I kind of want to see the backstory of this DC thing. Like if they go dark, if they go like gritty this route, gritty, you know, more to the earth. I wonder what I wonder what it'll look like in twenty if they're playing the long game. I mean, they, look at the way they're setting it up. Like the next Batman movie is going to be with the rebuilt Gotham. Like like they're doing a really good job of like the end is setting a tone. Yeah. yeah. Like, with him helping people out of the ruins of Gotham. Like, Gotham now needs to be rebuilt. We're, we're about to see a brand new fucking Gotham. Yeah. Pretty dope. I mean, yeah, like, not about. Yeah, I'm, watch I'm about to watch it. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably exactly what I'm doing when I get to that. Sorry, yeah, not, whole, it's, it's not actually a spoiler. No, no, don't, it's, it's worry. A, don't worry about okay. it. No. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's really my fault. After, like, a month, you gotta just let it go. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, not... There's no spoilers. There's no spoilers after a month. Speaking of Marvel, remember when like Endgame came out and like we were all on the same page about no fucking spoilers? Yeah. Like, like society that and uh, Pokemon Go, like society got together at a level like we just haven't. Like guys, stick yeah, together. I don't know what happened. You're right. Like, yeah. yeah, we got in sync for Pokemon Go, and yeah. that was weird, dude. Like yeah. for like a good people all linking up. Oh, what's up, man? What's, what's up, up, man? Just seeing each other at the park or wherever the fuck, just walk, <laughs> walking the beat. Uh-huh. For no, you know, four or five people. Downtown Worcester, yeah. the alleys were full of nerds with their, looking at their smartphones. 
Yeah. It was the yeah. weirdest thing, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's some but moments I like it. Go, but I love it. Here for it, it yeah. No, I was here for it. I just, you know, there's just some moments in cultural fucking... One of my favorite moments, dude, from uh, Endgame was when Captain America gets Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I gotta see the new Thor movie. That I haven't seen it. I'm I haven't, seen I haven't watched yet. I, but, but I've heard so many good things. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting Father for Thunder. the Disney Day. Yeah. It's coming. September yeah. 8th. They oh, yeah? can talk about it. Yeah, it's oh, coming. Perfect. Perfect. It's coming what what I'm really excited for is the uh, the Weird Al biopic with Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, that's oh, fine. That Wait, out? I saw a trailer for that somewhere. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's coming out in, I think, two months. November 4th. Oh, and it's uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al, but it's a uh, the, the the trailer is a play by play remake uh, from from the people who are doing this one of a of one he designed like for himself like 15 years ago. So it, it's I don't know it's just going to be fucking weird and fun, but it, it looks like they're doing it really 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 fucking well. I'm with that. He deserves it though, man. Yeah. Weird Al, Adam. Oh, he's a legend. Like a like a like like he's like like. Nardawick, as far as like legendary, like yeah. not, 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 no, Nardawar, Nardawar, yeah, Nardawar, yeah, 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 not Nardawick. He's too new. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, you know, he's just yeah. a legend. We like yeah. completely different lengths, but I'm just saying, it's just like. But but that's the thing is, I think it's like no matter what you what kind of music you're into. Like I, I went to my first Weird Al concert was in Seattle at the Seattle Park Zoo, and I went with my uncle who um, loves music. Like, anyways, but. He was uh, Weird Al did this like wasn't beatboxing, but he it was it was making noises with his mouth. I don't know the best way to describe it, but my uncle was impressed, and my mm-hmm. uncle knows jack shit about Weird Al. Yeah. But but it was yeah. You know, what it comes down to is like the, he, he, Weird Al is like objectively impressive. Like like it doesn't matter what kind of music you like. The fact that he's doing as many different things as he fucking is, well, and interestingly, and staying fucking relevant for as long as he is, is amazing. Objectively. He hit YouTube with a fucking storm, like, right? Yeah, all those little videos. Well, I don't know if he was making those videos, but everybody was making his video, like the cartoon version of his yep, videos yep, yep, back yep. in the day. Hilarious. Yeah, uh, the, the night Santa went crazy was one of the songs I got to see live more recently, and uh, it was actually like only the two, one of the two actual songs of his that uh, that, that they played that I actually knew because yeah. it was uh, none of his parodies. It was just all of his originals. Um, and uh, but Night Santa went crazy. It was one of the ones that had those those animations and uh, ah, good old days. Classics. Uh, yeah. So be- becoming legendary though, that's kind of the real. I don't know. Not real. The real goal, but that is sort of where I'm aiming. Like you know, it, we're, we've got to be a point. Like it's not about. I don't know. It can't be about money. It can't be about what I have at the end of the day, because you know, one, I can always lose that, and two. I don't know. Yeah, what's the goal with the podcast? What do you think? Like, what's the vision? <laughs> what do you thinking? Uh, you see, like, what? What do you see? At um, the end there? just maybe, hopefully, eventually, like, making it, making it like a, just a bigger thing, like making it more of an event where it's like. Um, we want people to look forward to listening to that. Yeah, we want to have interesting you know, things. We want to have guests. More who, guests have more interesting conversations. Learn more. Get get better quality, you know what I'm saying. Eventually, get video. Yeah. Have so, have a social media, you know what I mean. All that shit, like, take it there, but not for like monetary gain, but just to have a good show, you know. Yeah. Have something that it's like, yo, I listen to your podcast. That shit's amazing. I love this episode. I learned so much from this dude. What's you the know? effect that you want to leave people with? Like, 
that. You like a, that? Like, I learned so much from... Or, yeah, or, or like, I, think of how many things you, like, have considered. Mm-hmm. I want to have a, that effect on our listeners. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But, but also, you know, I want to help you. I want people to now follow you. Like, at the end of every episode, we make sure to ask, and we put it all in the description, because, like, the you know, it's... I don't know. That's part of it. Is it can't be about either of us. We need to make it about empowering the voices of our listeners. Like we've got a fuck ton of interesting stories, but this is more about uh, letting everyone get to know new and interesting people. I, I think it's really about introducing people to new concepts, and we're just kind of, I, I guess, trying to get a larger audience. But it doesn't. I don't know. That's part of the problem. Is we're not trying to get like giant. We don't. You know, we, we just passed a thousand listens actually, and. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah but, but like, I don't have a metric to go off of. I wasn't aiming for, like, frankly, you know, we're still doing it, and I'm fucking happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. Yeah, that's why I was more questioning the feeling that you wanted people to have, whether it's, like, what are they walking away with? Because yeah. I feel like that's a little bit, it's, n- it's not easy to gauge. Yeah. But you can, it's like a North Star that you can focus on a little bit. Yeah, you know what, what, I mean? what are our values? Additional knowledge. Um, people should learn and reconsider things. Um, we've had a few really, really, really fucking good episodes where, uh, you know, we, we, we've had, like, essentially our guests have been concise examples of some toxic, uh, you know, things, and we've been able to discuss it, process it, and, you know, not they don't just leave better, but our listeners get to understand this and listen to it happen sometimes yeah um so so it's educational so i want our listeners to 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 benefit in the aspect of more knowledge but also i I guess enrichment i wanted to i want listening to our episodes to be enriching in one way or another yeah yeah while being interesting and entertaining yeah for sure and want want them to laugh want them to walk away from it and like have it be like something that you tell somebody the same way that you hear a new song and yeah. it's like, yo, bro, you gotta, you gotta hear this song. You heard this song? It's like, you know, yo, you heard this podcast? Yeah. Yo, my boy Danny has a podcast. My boy yeah. Dave has a podcast. Yo, oh. check out this episode. Yo, Someone's he's talking to a stripper. He's talking to a rapper. He's talking to an entrepreneur. He's talking to like a freelance artist. You know, shit no, like that. I get that. 100%. Yeah. Where some, someone's gonna, you know, quote something you say. You're talking about a story. You're gonna talk about a lesson you learned and. So, so that's one of the things I learned about through hypnosis is uh, stories are hypnotic, like like conceptually, you know, you, because you're paying attention and you're learning and you, uh, you know, bypass this critical faculty because you're paying attention to your story rather than listening to it as, you know, feedback or instructions. So when you hear that, if you talk about a way, if uh, you talk about what went wrong for you, other people can learn about we're not really talking about what went wrong we're talking about what you did afterwards what you what the lessons you learned from what went wrong so by talking about these things and discussing them out in the open for everyone to listen to it's it's creating an educational experience but also in theory hopefully i want our listeners to to do things differently because of how you've done things or how you're going to do things differently okay cool I mean, I, I mean, I kind of wish I'd asked that at the beginning, because then I would have, I'd have tried to, you know, oh, drive that home. But it's okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. Like, so that's the other thing worth acknowledging. Most of our guests, it has been their first time on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, mine for sure. It's worth that's fine. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean. it, but but also like, look at the hardware we're using. We're like, this is as as essentially simple as it can be. Good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, it's more like the guests that we have on is like him and I just going through our Rolodex and like. Interesting people. Yeah, who's who's cool that I wouldn't mind talking to for a couple hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, let's see if he's down. Okay, he's down. All right, invite him on. Let's do it. Boom. 
Yeah. You know? I like that logic. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. You know, no. easy. Care, care, calculated carelessness, man. It's like, <laughs> we're going to have a good time while we do this shit. We're going to make sure they're comfortable. If they have anything to promote or whatever, we'll get that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we'll just have fun. Once a week, we can guarantee, you know, that we're going to have a good time. All right, word. No, and I'm sure people, I mean, I know people love it. I was listening to it earlier. I was like, this is awesome. But I yeah, just, word. I just, you know, you never know what somebody's trying to get out of something. What else are we supposed to do? Oh, go join a bowling club? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, low-key, I thought about it. You know what I mean? I'm kind of nice. I briefly oh, yeah. considered yeah, it once. I'm, I'm kind of nice, and I was like, I'll design the uniforms, worst case scenario. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's the thing. You go into every situation looking for... So, so that's really what it is, is this is this accomplishes so many things for us. You know, it's it's... But we, we already have, like, a wide public presence, and we want to kind of reach them and, and talk to them more. Yeah. Um, but also, like, in a way that's beneficial to our, to our public presence, and this is a way to, to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that, for sure. Because they get to know you, they get to know your network, they get to... Yeah. But, but hopefully they also learn from us. And learn. You know, you know I, I, I mean, like... Like, for a great example is, hopefully, one thing that someone can take from this podcast is always do Craigslist sales in well-lit places with cameras. Yes, uh, exactly. Also, I should actually add to that, well-lit small businesses with cameras. I had a um, I had a phone stolen from me by someone I had actually sold a phone to earlier that day. And I uh, it was at night that time, and I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to meet you. I'd met him at next to Savers the time before. And then after that, I met him at the lumber loading area for the for Lowe's because it was well lit and there was a nice big camera out there. Doesn't fucking matter. The police, you know, one, I, I took me like a month and a half to get someone who would respond to me about the thing once I filed the report. Um, but uh, they, they the cameras were, were not working that night, according to Lowe's. Yeah. So in other words, get a small business, you know, that, that actually keeps their shit working because uh, they'll give a shit about you. You know, Lowe's, it, they're more concerned about liability and the t- the manpower to look into the cameras. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, so if I wanted somebody to take something from this, if they were starting a brand and I was like, all right, what do you want to know? Or what do you not want to do? How do you avoid these things? Yeah. I would probably say, uh, one, definitely give your people something to stand for, right? So, like, it, it has to have a, it has to represent something. Because yeah. you can only be cool or hot for like so long, Facts. you know. So what does it actually mean behind that? Um, I would say. What, what else? What would I say? I'd say that. Also, your reasoning too, because your reasoning. If you want to get rich, then you shouldn't necessarily worry about all the little details as far as like all the little nuanced details. All you need to worry about is what did I get it for and how much can I sell it for? If that, like, if that's what your goal is to just flip product. Now, if you want to, like, be a designer and you want the, like, the, you know, most fancy fabrics and all that stuff, then that's a whole nother route. But I'm, I'm just talking about if you want this to be a business, yeah. you gotta just... Move. Well, that's it. Fast, uh, fast nickels over slow dimes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that's something. And what else? What else would I say? What else would I want uh, somebody to take from this? Um, go with what sells, and don't be afraid to stop selling that. Like, cause I mean, don't be afraid to. Don't think you have to stop selling it because you've been selling it for so long. It's one of those things where yeah. it's like you can always 
find more people. You think you run out of people, but it's like, no, there's billions of people. You just, you just, you're stuck in your circle. You might need to expand your circle, uh -huh. but at the end of the day, you really don't need to change up the formula too drastically. Yeah. Unless it's just not working anymore. Then, obviously, you change the formula. But the, the first thing, it's getting recognized. And it's and the only way to get recognized is for it to be the same thing over and over and over again in yeah. front of people. You know? Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Yep. So, that's what I would tell somebody. who was. That's what I'd want them to get from this. If they were making clothes, starting a brand, something like that. Okay. Be consistent and honest. Yeah. Yeah. And just have a general idea which direction you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Be real yourself. Fantastic. Okay. Um, before we end up, any other shout outs? Anything else you'd like to address? Yeah. Any promotion? Any anything you got going on? Any events coming up? Um. On the twenty fourth, I got an event. Um, my boy Stevie's doing that. Where's that? At? Let me let me get out the phone. I don't want to not. Well, we can also put the date in the uh, description. Yeah. Well. Oh, true. Alright, we're well, yeah, on the twenty fourth there's a pop up. Um forty nine James Street. Forty nine James? James. Yeah, forty nine James Street. What's the name of that venue? That is, is that shooters? That is Lucky Picks no, what is that? Lucky Pick Self Storage? I don't what? Know. Lucky Pick Self Storage, so the storage container spot. I guess so. Not really sure. Uh, I think there's a billiards place there. That might be shooters. Yeah, shooters. I think it's on on James. But Street? if he but if he says that's the, what he wrote on the that's what he wrote on the flyer. All right. But you know, hey, okay. whatever. Hey, pop up, place. pop up you, shop. You know, so there's gonna be pop a pop up the storage shop. Center. We'll be there. Um, I'll keep you posted about this Clark thing. I don't know. Maybe you might be able to add a link for these people to vote. You know, because I I don't, yeah. I don't think it's exclusively just students. It's just gonna be in front of students. So maybe I can send you the link. And yeah, absolutely. Or on their favorite design. Yeah, pick your favorite design. And, uh, yeah, and just look out for some new heat. I mean, I'm I, next year is the first year that I'm actually planning on dropping actual collections, like, within, you know, dates. And, nice. And, like, winter clothes in the winter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's never been a thing before. So just yeah. pay attention to that. Look out for, you know, on the website, M-A-Y-D in America. Wait, wait, so what is that again? M A Y D mm -hmm. in America. All one word. Yep. Got it. Uh, can they follow you on Instagram as well? Yes. Same thing. Same thing. Perfect. Made in America. Made in America. You got it. Sounds good. Thank you so 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 much for having us. Or for having. Well, <laughs> Thank you for having me. I no, no, you this is us. your show, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. We will catch you next time.